Welcome to The Tome, a D&D news, reviews, and interview show, and I'm your Tome editor, Sam Dillon. And today, we are bringing you the World Tree Burns podcast, the official actual play 5th edition D&D podcast that takes place in the Cobalt Press setting Midgard. We hope you enjoy this season, and without further ado, let's see what Dan Dillon has in store for his players. Everybody and welcome back to Cobalt Press. How is everyone doing tonight? Let me find a screen that's light right now. <laughs> I am shrouded in darkness, uh, thanks to <laughs> uh, uh, thanks to my cape invisibility and the fact that there's no power right now. But hey, I'm here and uh, and we're playing. It's been what, two weeks now. Uh, last week it was a really fun mini Forever. session with me. Me, Dan, and Bertie played for about two minutes, uh, and then we left, but we're all here now, and that's the important thing, and nothing bad has happened uh, in the in the narrative uh, that we need to be all concerned about, but I'm certainly pleased that we're all here. I was, I was It was going to be messy if we were down a tank or uh, a healer, so uh, hopefully, fingers <laughs> crossed now, things are going <laughs> better for us, but let's get around to cast in the group. And you introduce ourselves. To uh, <laughs> to not heal people. <laughs> 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 well, let's go around. Um, Dan, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. Uh, I'm just remembering that this party is super split at the moment in the middle of a burning keep, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, 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 I'm ready fire. to do this. So uh, yeah, let's let's play some D and D in the world of Midgard. Let's do it. Uh, of course, I got my cloak in back of us today. Cloak, how's it going? How? Um, it's going great. Uh, I had two weeks to really kind of think about, you know, all the, you know, how everything went so smoothly and according to plan, uh, and nothing's on fire. It's not proven it's on fire. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to jump in and say that so far it's gone pretty damn well. <laughs> it, it has all gone pretty considered. damn well until I opened a door. <laughs> Yeah, the very last door, I would like to add. <laughs> things took a turn. Uh, <laughs> things took a very bad turn. Uh, two times in a row. But, you know what? I'm playing Cloak, or Gnome Ranger, and uh, shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. We've got Skalamoth back of us today. Scott, how's it going? From your travels. Hello! I- I'm back. I don't know what day it is, what time it is, where am I? What have you done with me? I am back <laughs> playing Rowan, the Ravenfolk cleric of Wotan. Uh, what was that about setting stuff on fire? I'm sorry. Know, what it's happened? Fine. It's fine. It's fine. We don't worry about it. It's not going to affect you. It's not going to go into. Oh yeah, yeah. Just if, just follow the scent of burning feathers. It's fine. It, it just yeah. it smells like chicken. That's you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic stuff. And of course, we got Bernie back with us today. Bernie, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. I am definitely the one that set all the fires. I apologize in advance. Uh, it'll be fine, though. Everything's going to be fine. We have done really well. Like, we've killed a bad guy and have, you know, Edwin escaped we with some shit. It, it's guys. fine. <laughs> It's true, we did. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how Tilly and Rowan are able to get us out of this mess now that we've gotten ourselves into it. Um, but yeah, I play Landis. He's a Gearforged Warlock, and he's out of spells. Yay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking because that's how warlocks do. <laughs> Just okay, time to short rest in the fire. <laughs> yeah, quick, quick little short rest in that burning village that we left behind. Uh, oh dear, well, we have Sibley Jackson back with us today. Sibley, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I'm like recovering from a day of con press strips. Uh, prep stress? I don't know. So, <laughs> sorry for the boxes and stuff in the background and mess. But, um, I play Tilly, our resident uh, dwarf. She is has no idea what she's doing now or any other time, but we're going to have fun figuring it out together. You and us. Chat, please give me advice in chat. I Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, boy. Well, yes. Just try and so, uh, go really fast, and you can clip through the wall and get through the dungeon. Yeah, yeah I've got short legs. Oh, they're gonna powerful, but they're short. <laughs> we're going to speed run the Citadel. It'll be fine. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, well, uh, as myself, I'll be playing Riordan, the Dampier Paladin, who's been having a good time uh, smiting heretics uh, for the past couple of hours. Uh, although he has burned a couple of spell slots on using those smites. Uh, I've got a couple in the bag, just in case anyone needs to be smitten. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's ready to get out of here. Uh, and he was a little bit conflicted last time on whether or not to save everyone, but it turned out for the better. I think, uh, and everyone's going to be happy. So I'll hand back over to Dan to uh, maybe give us a little recap of what happened uh, last episode in the show and uh, take us into tonight's episode of The World Tree Burns. Sure. So last time we left our heroes, they were spooking around the Citadel, uh, the sort of uh, government and military center of the free city of Zobek. Uh, they were on their way in there to rescue, uh, well, they were, yeah, they, they'd made their way in to rescue their friend Glaz, who had been uh, captured by an order of holy and uh, do-gooding knights who worshipped the sun god, and uh, when they found him in his cell, all they found was an inky smear of frigid darkness, where lurking within it was an aberrant creature with one massive eye that could stare into your soul and apparently rot your flesh with its gaze, as we learned later. Isn't that fun? Uh, however that horrible creature was being somehow puppeted or controlled by a sentient magic ring that Glaz once wore, uh, known as Walker. And Walker's voice has been issuing through this creature, um, for the most part controlling it. Sometimes some of the creature's impulses take over a little bit, but it's been fine. Uh, and it warned them that all of Glaz's magical items that he had carried, including the, uh, the relic of void magic, the pages of the Nullifier's lexicon were taken and being studied by a mage in the employ of the knights, and that it was imperative that they recover those things and not leave them in the hands of anyone who might misuse them. Uh, and so taking that advice to heart, the, uh, the party split up, as is always wise, because some of their comrades, their friends from the Soak Scabbard were uh, arrested by the Knights of the Undying Sun. And so Tilly and Rowan have taken a stolen key pilfered by uh, Cloak and the Imp Edwin to slink through the dungeons using uh, Rowan's ability to become ghostly and insubstantial to make her way through the bowels of the dungeon and unlock the cages to release Kajia and uh, the other uh, workers from the Silk Scabbard, the other worshippers of Morena that followed Riodan and get them out before they are uh, questioned or executed by the knights. 
Meanwhile, the rest of the party went upstairs following the uncanny insight of this strange aberration being puppeted by the ring uh, to lead them to where the nullifier's lexicon wait. They got themselves into a deadly pitched battle in a library with a wizard and the paladin that Cloak witnessed arresting the uh, the Morena cultists some, some days before. And uh, so long story short there, there was much carnage. There was a hell of a lot of fire. Uh, can, uh, including a still-burning wall of fire through the middle of the library, rip books. And uh, <laughs> Edwin the Imp, I believe, had been tasked with taking Glaz's stuff, which was thrown into Cloak's handy haversack, out the window, invisible, and just making off with it to make sure that if anything just goes to hell, at least that stuff gets out of there and the wrong people don't have a hold of it. So that is where we have left ourselves off. You can hear shouts of alarm beginning to ring through the upper levels of the Citadel as the library is now fully and impressively ablaze in the night sky, lighting up the uh, the hilltop in the center of Zobek. Uh, you can hear alarm bells. You hear shouts of distress, uh, panicked calls of fire, and uh, the tromping of booted feet in cold stone castle hallways. But before we jump back into our library burners, we're going to jump down into the dungeon where Tilly and Rowan are making their way through to find the cells where the Morena cultists have been kept. Now, you are one dungeon level up from that dank hellhole where you found Glaz's cell. This is slightly better lit but it is also uh, more populated. There are actually guards patrolling around this level. Um, you, through the uh, the benefit of Cloak's magic, were able to dodge several of these patrols, and because of the Invisible Imp, you were able to learn some of their timing. So you have a decent idea of where they're patrolling and when, at least until in, if that changes or, or anything shakes that up. So you have, uh, you know you have a small window of opportunity that you can make your way to the cells where the cultists were kept, and you have directions to those cells, again, thanks to the invisible imp that tailed the patrol around and found, the, found your people. So you have an iron key, Rowan, that will let you unlock, as far as you know, any of the cells in that area. Well, I suppose we should get to work, shouldn't we? I, I'll try to, you know, keep keep my feet light, but, you know, my, my warm is always prepared. So. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare with your eyes first and Warhammer second. I'd prefer, I prefer not to smash too many faces in, but... You know, it's all a good yeah. day's work. I'll all let right, you have so, so is your plan to both head to the cells and try and get them back out? Yes. Right. Uh, I, I would say that Rowan will take the lead and right. be yeah, on, watch, on watch as we're going, but is planning on leaving Tilly at the back to keep watch. Okay, uh, so when you say take the lead, do you, like how far ahead of Tilly do you want to be? Just like first in line, or do you want to go a good 20, 30, 40 feet ahead of her, that sort of thing? Uh, uh, she wouldn't go further than 15 feet. Okay. So still basically close together, just you're you're yeah. heading up first. All right. So I'm keeping why an don't eye you both... on the back? Aye. 
Okay. So why don't you give me a uh, both of you a dexterity stealth check? And uh, since you know, at least for the moment, you have accurate timings on the uh, the guard patrols because of the imp scouting. So I'm going to give you both advantage, Tilly. That will cancel your disadvantage for heavy armor. So you get to roll straight. Okay. That was a good first roll. So the first roll was 22. We'll see if I get a 20, though. I got I'll go 17. With 17, Tilly? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, did you beat your 22, Moth? No. The other one was a natural Whoops. one, so... <laughs> Thank God for advantage. All right, so the 17 and the 22, that is more than enough for you to um, gauge the patrols that are wandering around this. Um, it's not terribly confusing, but there are some uh, some sort of gridding hallways that cross over one another. So if you, if you happen to walk past at the wrong time, you might be in direct line of sight of some of the patrolling guards. But you manage to time it properly, and though a few times, Tilly, you do hear them coming behind you, since you're holding back and keeping a, an eye and an ear out behind you, you are able to evade notice. You make your way through the cells, um, and again, these levels are much better lit. There are lanterns and torches at more regular intervals, so um, even in the areas where they're essentially just dimly lit because the torches are spaced far apart, both of you have dark vision, so you can see just fine. You're not suffering any uh, any penalties to your, uh, your visual perception at the moment. Uh, occasionally there are prisoners down here in this dungeon level that uh, stir when they see or hear you more likely uh, moving by and a few of them sort of curiously come up to the bars to, to see what's going on and every now and then one or two of the bolder ones might call out to you for help. Um, are you paying them any mind or are you just focusing on finding your quarry? I, I... <sighs> If it's okay with you, Moth, I feel like I would want to keep moving. I mean, if yeah. we stay when they call, if guards come to where they're calling, they're gonna see us anyway, yeah. so keep trucking. Even if we have to, like, whisper things like, we back! We're not gonna be back, but we back! You know? <laughs> okay. would not uh... want to tangle with some of these others. <laughs> Alright, so for the most part, um... Yeah, I mean, there's there's just sort of a, a, a cross section of criminal element who are uh, who are down here. So uh, you all make your way through the hallways relatively stealthy. You know, tromping along in full plate is not exactly quiet, but you're able to manage your sound and uh, and avoid where the guards are to hear you. So as you come around a corner, you. Uh, recognize that you're coming to the area where the imp described your your friends being held. And as you come up to one of the cells, there is a torch blazing right out in front of it, just shining light right in through the barred door. And you can see a despondent-looking Kajia uh, sort of settled back on her cot. And she has... Uh, Basically, she has just sort of a, a shawl, and she has it wrapped around her, and she's kind of hugging her arms to herself, and her uh, her head is bowed, and her hair is just sort of loose and tumbled in front of her face. She doesn't even really look up when you approach. I not like you to look so uh, unenthusiastic. Uh, so at the sound of your familiar voice, she starts with a little gasp and looks up, and uh, her her eyes are glittering, slightly wet with tears, and you can see that her face is very pale. Um, she does not look like she's in uh, wonderful spirits at the moment, but she smiles a little bit. Rowan, ha, Tilly, is, is Rhea down here? They're all, we're all here. 
So she uh, she gets up and uh, and runs up to the bars and uh, kind of grabs them with her hands. And you can see that uh, her nails are somewhat split. It looks like she's been handled just a little bit roughly. Um, doesn't look like she's been beaten or anything like that, but you can see that she's uh, she's a little bit the worse for wear. Uh, and she uh, smiles broadly at the two of you and says, ah, "How did you get in here?" I. They said that they had glass and they were looking for Riordan and the rest of you. It's not safe to be here. You have to get out. Aye, we do. And uh, Ron's going to start working on the locks. Okay. Uh, you... That's basically where we came because they have glass. So... And then we heard they had you too. So we came down here to try to help. All right. Uh, so, Rowan, you pull out that iron key, you fit it into the lock, and it screeches just a little bit as you turn it. She but turns. it does indeed click, and the door clatters open. We'll need to make quick work to get you all out of here. Okay, uh, so Kaja lets out a uh, just sort of an explosive breath of relief and and hurries her way out of that cell and kind of places her hand on your shoulder and gives it a, a firm squeeze of uh, gratitude and a little bit reassuring as well. And she just sort of slips into the hallway and then gets out of the way, presses herself up against the uh, the back. Uh, the, the far wall, and then points to the other side, kind of to your left, and says, the rest are in those cells down there. Just the uh, the next series of cells. So you can head over to there and look in, and you do in- you do indeed see Diren, the um, uh, companion from the Silk Scabbard, Rowan, that you commandeered into feeding Riodan some bad drugs. <laughs> uh, she and several others that you recognize are, are in the next few cells. Uh, and you can make quick work of the locks in the door with yeah. a key that does indeed open each of them. And she's going to try and lessen the screeching as much as possible. Okay. Um, so knowing what to expect, you can just be a little bit more careful in how you manipulate the locks, and you're able to open them without any undue noise. It is still a little bit loud because it's a clatter of big iron doors, but uh, no screeching and clanking or anything like that. Okay. All right, so they all uh, they all just uh, basically come pouring out of these cells as you open up the doors. And so Kaja sort of immediately heads over to them, pulls them together into a group, and uh, without even really saying anything, they just kind of fall into line uh, around her, and she turns and sort of takes charge of their little number and, and looks at the two of you and says, All right, do you have some plan to get us out of here? I assume we can't just walk out the front gate. Not at the front gate, but we are, uh, we'll need to get back to the rest of the group, I believe was the plan. And then go back in the way we came, I suppose. I mean, it seems like the safest way, surface route. Yeah, I I believe your guys' plan was to just slip back out through the cartways the way you came in. Um, All right, so you can lead them back towards that stairwell, that dark dank, mossy, mildewed stairwell that leads down to the bowels of the dungeon, where, as far as you know, there was maybe only glass being held at this very uh, at this very moment. Uh, so I will need one more dexterity stealth check from you. Uh, okay. And once again, you get to make this one with advantage, so Tilly, you're straight up. Uh, 21. Nice! Hey. Uh, 20. 20? And the uh, the the uh, Silk Scabbard crew have a 19 between them. So you are all able, even with this giant group of you, 
you actually have to double back once or twice and uh, even hide in a cell at one point when a patrol goes by, but you are able to evade notice and make your way back toward the stairwell that leads down to the to the dank lower levels. We're going to flash upward at this point to the library floor. <laughs> the smell of flooding. So, I believe I don't at this wanna. point you, you guys shut the door as best you could, but then there was a paladin that came barging through them and almost kicked them off their hinges, and uh, and now her quickly cooling corpse is laying on the carpets of the library, spraying the, the, her blood all over the room, uh, and you were making for the stairs when last we left, I do believe. So what is your all's plan? Uh, we have the nothing <laughs> You do, yes. The uh, that, um, that strange creature with one gigantic green and yellow eye uh, is sort of scrabbling at the stones, running around on all fours, sort of golem style. Although you know it's not small; it's easily the size of Riodan, and uh, <laughs> it uh, it just sort of swings its gaze to and fro and every time it looks at you now having seen what it did to that wizard sort of just rotted its flesh off his bones uh, just with a look every time it looks at you you can just feel your skin kind of prickle okay I I look at Walker Nothic uh, we'll mm-hmm. call him Wathic um, <laughs> okay um God. Is there a sound of alarms since there's a giant fire? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's there is shouting okay. of distress from out in the courtyard, and uh, you can hear a bell ringing. Oh yes, there's all sorts of attention being drawn to the fact that the citadel is on fire. As we're running Stealthy. down the stairs, uh, mm-hmm. I I look at I look at him, and I was like, "Can you just let the Nothic go crazy out there as a distraction?" Do you care about it? So where did you where did you point it to? Like uh, like you said out there. What do you mean out there? Out, out in the like court like cuz we had to come through here through a courtyard, right? No, you actually came in through the hallways and uh and stairs of the citadel itself. Oh, okay. Um but uh so the the library you're up on I believe the third floor and there's a balcony that is kind of overlooking the courtyard, balcony and windows. Many of them that blew out when the uh, the wall of fire ripped through and uh, started spilling its deadly heat throughout the room. Oh, we need to get back to the dungeon, though. Um... But that's not a bad idea. If the Nothic can distract them, run down an opposite way, maybe everyone will think it's just the Nothic that's been causing all the trouble. Yes. That's my point. All right, so uh, the Nothic swings its eye over at you, Cloak, and twists its head far too far to the side with that cracking of vertebra, and you hear the hollow, sort of distant, tinny voice of Walker say, I could direct the creature anywhere you wish. Do you want me to send it somewhere now? Um, let's get to a point where we need Let's try to sneak the best we can, and then if we need it as a distraction, let's do that. And then I'm I'm sure uh, it can get away or whatever, or kill a bunch of fucking people. This thing's fucking creepy. Can I ask a a question about the mechanics of fire? (laughs) Sure. 
Okay. Um, based on what I know as a gear forged about uh, how castles burn down, is this the type of fire that will burn down an entire castle, or is it like eventually gonna just burn out? So that's a little bit difficult to say. Uh, the castle's okay. construction is is mainly stone. Fire is also terrible for stone if it burns hot enough and long enough. Um, but it is still held up by things like, you know, ceiling beams and, and wooden framing and construction. And there is generally enough where the fire can spread to other areas. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on how... Uh, how much stonework is between this particular large chamber and others, it might be okay. Um, and then certainly it depends on the response of, uh, of the okay. people who might come to try and fight the fire, which you're quite certain are on their way as you speak. Right. So we can either, we can send him off as a distraction, but if we can get far enough away from the source of the fire, we might be able to duck into a room that'll be safe enough for an hour and then I can help a little uh, on the way out. I, I don't think we have an hour. Just saying, if we can get far enough away from it, and if they're not looking in that part, if we have a distraction. So are you all having... We might have an hour. Are you all having this conversation just kind of in the the hallway of the... Um, I assumed uh, we were moving, but whispering quietly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, is your plan right now to retrace your steps back down uh, through the hallways and uh, stairways that you traveled to try and make it back to the dungeons? Um. Yeah. Yes. Unless there's a, can I roll a survival to see if there would be a different way comparatively to where we've been? Um. The problem is you don't have uh, like any sort of accurate layout of this place. You could try and okay. make an educated guess using using some of your skills. So you can make a, a wisdom survival check to, to see what you can figure out direction-wise. I also, I noted last time, I know I did, um, that as we were going down the halls, I was trying to like throw prestidigitation down the other end of the hall every time so that it, they would go... Away from right, us. so you're trying to make like that firecracker sound? Yeah, just distractions uh, that are on the other side of the wall or hallway from us. Okay. Uh, 20? 20. Uh, so, the way these things are usually set up, there is likely an alternate route you could take. Maybe even if you go down just one floor, you could um, scoot to a different stairwell to enter the first floor at a different area and then make your way to the dungeons from there. So you at least wouldn't be going directly from the library to the dungeon. But that's, you know, mostly just a guess. Uh, Can I... Uh, while we're moving, can I uh, check in with Edwin? Brain, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so do you want to just like telepathically send the thought to him, ask him where he is, what yeah. he's doing, or do you actually want to break yeah. into his eyes and see what he's seeing? Uh, no, I just, I want to ask him, I, did you get okay. out? Where are you? Okay. Uh, so his thought comes floating back. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. It was easy. I just, I just flew out the window. Um... Things are starting to go a little nuts out here, boss. You might want to get out of there quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're trying. Did the, is the are the tablets safe? Did you put them somewhere? Oh yeah, sure, they're fine. Yeah, they're, they're in they're in the gnome's purse, so I got them. It's fine. Um, 
Yeah, okay. uh, the, the the griffins are all riled up, boss. You might want to be careful if you're coming outside. Oh, good. Um, I see at you... least three griffin riders in the air right now. All right, well, we'll stay under the ground then. Um, could you, can you go put those somewhere that they're safe? I don't want them back in this building. Uh, sure. You want me to just hide them somewhere randomly, or do you want me to take them back to the house? Uh, take, take them back to the house. All right, it's gonna be a bit... Put them in the safe. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll be back as soon as I can, boss. Okay, love you, bye. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right so uh, as far as you know, Edwin is winging his way back to your home. Okay. So you all are following Cloak at this point? What's the plan, Cloak? I think we should go back the way we came because I think there is less traffic uh, there currently at the time because uh, we went by the barracks and then the bar- or and the barracks was in the dungeon, wasn't it? Um, the barracks was actually out of the dungeon on the first floor of the Citadel itself. Yeah. So, was that the uh, main barracks or the little, like, satellite barracks? No, the main barracks. The little satellite you found was basically just, like, a watch post that they had sort of built mm-hmm. for themselves down in the down okay. in the dungeon level. Okay. okay. Uh, on that note, uh, I'd be like, oh, I think we should just go the way we came because I don't remember seeing many people that way. Well, there uh, were plenty we, of people. We... Edwin just got, around, got us around them. Edwin got you around them and you had passed without trace up. Yeah. So you were you were able to. Yeah, we could try the other way, but it's going to take a little bit longer. Uh, if it's safer, I mean, I I'd rather deal with less people. That, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know this place. But do you think it'll get us out of here? Both ways will get us out of here. I don't know how many people are going to run into along the way. Uh, I don't know. I want to go the long way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your plan is to go the long way. All right, so I am going to need the three plus the nothic of you to make me a group dexterity stealth check. This time, I don't believe you have pass without trace up. Is that correct? No. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. All right. Uh, Will is. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and make a check for Rio then, as Will is having technical issues. So he's just—he's just very engrossed. Uh oh. How, how did we do there, Cloak? At twenty. Oh, oh shit! I, that's, that's gonna help. I, I was, was afraid that was gonna be a one. <laughs> uh, I got I an eighteen. You have an eighteen. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, my total is uh, twenty-six, I believe. Yeah, twenty-six and an eighteen. All right. So between the two of you. Ooh, all right. Uh, between the two of you. You hear a booming voice coming down one of the hallways as you're making your way around the the second floor. You slip down uh, one one level and out into the hallway instead of continuing down the barracks, which is probably a good thing as you can hear booted feet tromping frantically coming up from the first floor and you can see a steadily growing light of a lantern or a torch that clearly people are running up the stairs carrying their light with them. So you're able to duck out of the stairwell and uh, and basically just sprint for a, a short distance away from the stairs and around a corner as you can hear uh, you can hear folks powering 
up the stairs toward the fire. Um, you hear shouts of alarm. You hear what must be uh, sergeants or other officers shouting orders. Um, you can hear them calling for uh, some sort of spellcaster to, to try and conjure water. They're, they're not really equipped to handle something of this magnitude just showing up as suddenly as it did, but they're doing their best to react to it. So you make your way down the hallway and you hear coming from the other end sort of sandwiching you between the stairwell full of soldiers and this new booming voice ripping down the hallway you recognize the voice immediately it is absolutely the night captain who arrested you all at uh at the bower and uh you can hear him screaming orders and uh the clatter of his plate armor sort of precedes him as you can see this golden white glow uh outline the gap in a door and it begins to open spilling sunlight into the hallway just as you duck to the side into a chamber and just gently shut the door so he doesn't hear it click. You hear him calling orders as he charges down the hallway uh, and you see just this golden sun glow kind of shine past the door as he goes. Do uh, Did you happen to have any levels of shadow corruption that you remember? minor from like way beginning of season one. All right. So that would have, that that would have burned away by now. So, so you're fine. No problem. It was, Uh, I think it was when we're in the forest fighting the owlbear. I think so. Yeah. Some of you picked up some shadow corruption. No, it was when, uh, yeah, it was, it was either from that or when the dude did the sacrifice thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that has long since burned away, so you don't have to worry about this golden sun glow at the moment. Uh, you you kind of turn around to look at where you've ended up, and you're all just sort of staring at uh, what appears to be a bedchamber with uh, several pe- There are several beds, so it's kind of a communal thing. Uh, not quite a barracks, but kind of along those lines. It looks... It has almost the feel of a dormitory, that sort of thing. Uh, And you can see that there are several people asleep in bed and starting to stir a little bit from all the shouting. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Slowly start making our way. Like, is the light passed? The light is passed, yes. Okay. Uh, Slowly open the door and get the fuck out of there. Get everyone the fuck out of there and uh, (laughs) shut the door. Is there is there a, a lantern by chance? Uh, nearby? yes, I will say it is not lit, but there is a lantern. Too bad there's no fire in this entire place to light it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I don't have anything to light it. Um, uh, all right, I'm I'm gonna give you this one. You have a flame tongue. Oh shit. Um. All right. You forgot about that? No, I don't want to light it because the thing is, is that fucking uh, people would Fire? then... I, I, the fucking blazing sh- like little saber sword. <laughs> you know? Like, what's that over there? <laughs> um, I, I... have a knife! <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> um... If we can get out of there quietly, let's just see if we can get out of there quietly uh, and then not do anything right now and call attention to us. Okay, so you're ignoring the lantern. 
right now, uh, if someone's like, who are you? I'm what my plan is, is I'm going to use, turn on my flaming sword and attack the fucking lantern and start a fire in there and run away. Um, okay. So, uh, you, (laughs) as I said, the people in the bed are just sort of starting to stir. So you hear like a sleepy mumble coming from one of them and like feet starting to kick covers. Uh, as somebody's just rousing from deep sleep. Uh, so if you wish to slip out, you think you can manage it. Although the okay. Nothic is kind of slunk low with its limbs splayed out to the sides, so it's able to crawl on all fours while almost belly scraping the stone, but without any significant loss of mobility. It's very disturbing to watch, and it's kind of creeped three claw steps toward one of the sleepers in the bed as you're, uh, as you're starting to make your way out. Um, does it wear clothes? What kind of creature is it? No. No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, I'm not thinking like a nice suit. It's a good day for you. I don't know if it has like some, some like torn up pants on or something. Um, I want, can I, can I, uh, Although I will say, so it, it is not wearing any clothing, but it does have a little bit of the, uh, the Ken doll school of anatomy. So. Nice. Uh, well, I was just going to see if, am I close enough to just, as it's kind of like scooting away, grab it by the ankle and just kind of. You could, you could yeah, you could hug. grab it by the ankle. You could grab it by one okay. of those little bony protrusions sticking out of its shoulder blades. Sure. The ankle is fine. <laughs> just going to tug on it, like kind of hoping to snap Walker back into it and be like, come here. Uh, but sure. I don't want to uh, say anything. You just kind of grab it and pull. Yeah, uh, here's here's what it looks oh, like for anyone who might need right. a little refresher. Yeah, yeah. Hi, buddy. No thanks. It's already burned into my breath. Thanks. I hate it. All right. Uh, okay. I'm a nothing so girl in a nothing world. <laughs> so as cloak opens oh. the door again, and you can hear the last. Uh, clatter of armor and boots going around the corner toward the stairs, and you can still see that that sunlight just sort of pouring down into the far edge of the hallway. Uh, you see um, Cloak, Riodan, and then uh, they, they slip out into the hallway, and you're able to grab a hold of the Nothic and give it a good shove, and it sort of shudders and looks back at you, and its pupil constricts down to this tiny little pinpoint, and another uh-huh. blorp of that uh, rubber cement consistency drool spills over its lower lip, and it sort of Goody. follows along. Oh, that's my favorite part. So you, um, as you soon slip, as we get out, out of the door into the hallway, yeah. When we slip out the door, I want to prestidigitationize a puff of a smell, like a smell in the room, and I want it to smell like a fart because then hopefully they will all think that someone just farted really loud, and that's what woke them up, and then they're just like, "Ooh, who did it?" And they're distracted for a minute while we get a little further down the hallway. <laughs> And, and that's what all the <laughs> and that's what all the alarm bells are. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, you no, can, no, no. Uh, Maybe, but can... just an extra couple seconds. <laughs> Anything will help. Sure. Go ahead and make me a charisma deception check with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> with disadvantage. Uh, where is it? Okay. Oh, I got a nat twenty, but then a fourteen plus seven, which is twenty-one. 
That's still really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you set off your little magical stink bomb and then pull <laughs> the door closed behind you and scurry away into the hall. Uh, yeah. As you're making your way past, uh, you can hear more shouts being taken up from outside, but you're able to slip past the immediate danger. And uh, Cloak, you're able to lead your crew to another stairway that leads both up and down. Okay, we did uh, or did not grab the lantern? Did not, as, as my knowledge, okay. because no one was in the process of actively calling you out. If, if Are there torches or lanterns on the walls? Yes. Uh, I want to grab one and douse it. I want to press to okay. douse it. Sure. So you, do, you want a tor- it. do you want a torch or a lantern? Oh, let's say a, a lantern. Okay. So you grab a lantern, you snap your fingers, you whisper a little incantation, and the, uh, the flame inside snuffs. <laughs> uh, you... Head to the stairs where Cloak is making a decision on which way to go. Uh, we have to go down first, right? Uh, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, well, if you want to start making your way toward uh, the dungeon levels, you have to go down. Yeah, so uh, start making our way downtown. Uh, can I roll perception to see if I hear people down that way, uh, down the stairs? Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're listening down the stairs to to see if there's anybody waiting for you down there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead and make a wisdom perception check. Nine, <laughs> nine. Um, sounds clear. Okay, let's go. And then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I would like all of you to once again make me a group uh, dexterity stealth check as you make your way down the stairs and across the first floor towards the barracks and the dungeon stairs. All right. Uh, I got 19. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, 17. 17, also good. Uh, Riodan and the Nothic are once again uh, the weak links. However, the two of you are stealthy enough to cover for their clattering armor and the uh, the apparently um, the trail stronger, of food that's being left. <laughs> stronger <laughs> instincts that this uh, this strange body uh, Walker is finger puppeting is is trying to exert, um, and it uh, every now and then sort of mutters to itself in its own strange voice, not Walker's. Uh, So, you're able to make your way across what looks like a darkened mess hall that has been cleared away uh, for the evening. Um, It looks like people are mostly interested in what's going on in the other side of the keep at the moment and out in the courtyard, so you're able to circumvent a hallway with some guards in it by slipping through the dining room, and uh, you make your way past the kitchens where it looks like a few servants are spending uh, some last-minute cleaning up, Uh, and they're kind of staring out towards one of the windows that they have opened, craning up, trying to see what what all's going on out there. Uh, You're able to slip past them, back out into the hall on the other side of the guards, and now you're approaching the barracks. When you peek your way out into the hallway here, you can see that there is a small contingent of city watch that are standing in the middle of the hallway. They are directly between you and the archway with the stairs leading down that you're trying to get to. Uh, Cloak, this might be a good time to send Walker 
on a mission. Not the guy true. I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be Walker. <laughs> uh, uh, walk, Walker, just get him to lead them away from that and then let loose and let him eat people. I don't know what the fuck he does. <laughs> <laughs> so you wish me to turn this creature loose in the Citadel and have it murder anyone it comes across? Yeah. D- distract. Distract is Very the right well. word. Murder's fine. Too. It, it just as no, soon as you say yes, it, 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 it nods. It, it nods, not, not, and not the, uh, the, the pupil dilates pretty <laughs> no. wide until it's almost completely black with this little yellow and green ring around the outside of it, and it nods once, and Walker's voice just says, "Very well," and the creature turns and darts with uh, this lunge, sort of like a liquor from Resident Evil, if you've, uh, if you've played or seen one of those. It scuttles along the doorframe. It lets out this <gasps> sort of hoarse, gasping cry. You hear shouts <laughs> and uh, uh, starts of uh, near panic from the guards. And one of them... <laughs> One of them howls in agony as his back arches in pain, his skin turns black, cracks, and just falls away from the tissue and meat underneath. He collapses backwards, and uh, his fingers just sort of peel out of his skin as if it were gloves he was wearing. And uh, you can see bone, sinew, muscle, uh, his eyes are now unlidded, and uh, he begins to very slowly and painfully die as the necrotic damage racks his body. Uh, a cry of panic picks up from the other three, who draw their blades and charge at the Walker Nothic. Okay. Okay, we uh, need to go. A, Let's go. Uh, is there a is there like a torch or a lantern like out somewhere in this room? So I have in one. this room. There, there is an unlit lantern in Landis's hand. There are also several candles and torch sconces around the room, but most of them are doused. This room is basically closed up and, and shut down for the night. This is the so, dining room? This is the dining room. Yeah, the dining is room there, is... Uh, yeah, sorry. Is there, is there stuff on the tables, like cloths, like it looks all fancy and shit, or is it like wood tables? Uh, no, it's not fancy. Um, it looks like this is probably another servant, soldier, staff sort of dining area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, light a torch. Like, okay. have, the, have my sword out, be like, Morgan, and no, light look, the torch. I can do it! Like, okay, then you do it! Throw up! <laughs> as soon as I, I see him start away. to get the sword out, I'm like, no, and then I press it to relight it. Okay, uh, you're lighting the lantern or one of the torches that Cloak was going to. Uh, whatever he grabbed before he okay. does. <laughs> okay, uh, and and then I'm setting up the torch under one of the benches or tables and running. It'll eventually catch fire. <laughs> okay, so you, you've lit the torch using press the digitation. Uh, you snap your fingers. You hear a little click of the gears in your hand as the uh, the magic is channeled through you. It bursts into light, and you set it underneath the the kind of stout wooden table, waiting for that to catch fire. 
And if there's any any carpets nearby, is there a carpet in here? Uh, there's no carpet in here, but there are definitely some wall hangings. The more fires you set, the more obvious it is that it's not the Nothic. Can we please go? Speaking of the Nothic, well, so as I was getting the, uh, as, as I was figuring out what your plan was with this torch. So the Nothic, mm-hmm. after rotting this poor soldier to death, uh, turns around, looks back at you, and offers you a strangely calm, just like everything's fine sort of smile, and then no, darts out into the hallway and down away from the soldiers. So you hear the uh, the three of them uh, bellow and charge after the Nothic. And I'm gonna make a little. Whoop. All right. They don't notice you as their attention is wholly fixed on the, uh, the hideous creature that just horribly slew their friend. And uh, <laughs> they chase it down the hallway. Um, <laughs> okay. Booking it. Uh, I'm going to make a quick note of that development. Just a moment. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's never good. Don't. We just released a Nothic on the castle with orders to kill everyone it can. You released it with orders to kill. I said just cause a distraction. Cloak don't give a fuck well, about these people. Uh, <laughs> oh, but do you give a fuck about uh, all the people who we just rescued from the silk scabbard? Okay. Oh, they'll be fine. They're downstairs. <laughs> you all right. Underestimate when you hear the DM just say, okay. And you're like, <laughs> all right. So, you're uh, in guard to keep that thing distracted, okay? You're able to slip your way out into the hallway and uh, quickly dart past the open door of the barracks uh, into the stairwell leading down to the dungeons. Uh, but yes, note that that open the door to the barracks is in fact open. Okay. Um, so quick, quick flash down to Tilly and Rowan. So the plan was to bring everyone out through the way you came in. Are you waiting down in the in the deepest dungeon level where uh, where there are no guard patrols? And now that Glass is gone, as far as you can tell, there are no prisoners. Uh, down here. Are you just sort of waiting down there, or are you trying to make your way all the way out? I think we'd be trying to make our way all the way out. Can I have a, ask a quick question? Absolutely. Uh, is, is this... I know we were underground cartways, but is this lowest level dungeon underground? Uh, yes. Yes, this lowest level dungeon is in fact underground. It's sort of a sub-basement kind of level of the Citadel. Okay. And you know that there are deeper levels still that look like they were once uh, crypts or maybe uh, like undercroft of temples or chapels, that sort of thing. Um, and those will eventually lead you back into the cartways paths you took to get in here. Okay, the other question I have is, with all the chaos and yelling, I, I don't know how far we are from all of this fire and <laughs> freak out. And, you know screams of being just ripped off your bones. So, uh, would we notice at any point by now even the faintest sounds of chaos? <laughs> uh, go ahead. These are stone go walls. Ahead. It probably carries. <laughs> They're stone walls. It carries, but, you know, only so yeah. far. Why don't you go ahead and both of you can make me a wisdom perception check with disadvantage and see if you can pick up on anything. 
Okay. <laughs> Miss my rolling song. Meep. Uh, 14 for me. 14? Okay. Mm-hmm. How'd you do it, Rowan? I'm trying to... They didn't mark on the dice whether it's a 9 or a 6. So... <laughs> um, Interesting. What's on the opposite <laughs> face? What's what's on the opposite face? Uh, Is... Opposite... 15? Uh, okay, so that is a 6. Okay. Um, then it's still a 13. Okay. Um, I'll say for a moment, just for a moment, just, and it's funny, it doesn't come from up the uh, the stairs or toward the, the upper levels of the dungeon. It actually comes from one of these old, abandoned, mildew-smelling cells that you're moving past. You hear, for a second, what sounded like a bell tolling? Is that an alarm bell? I think we so need you, to uh, as, yeah, I would ahead. like to, as soon as we find some sort of raise our hair on the neck trigger, trigger knowing cloak, um, would like to summon Baldwin and just make him fly as fast as possible through to notify them that we're going down the back same way we came in, but we do have uh, the party, if that's okay. Okay, so you touch your shield, and the silver raven appears. It kind of peels itself off of the uh, off of the the emblem and uh, fills into full three D existence in front of you. And you send the message to Cloak, which is basically somewhere up in the citadel, that you guys are fleeing the way you came. Yeah, right? at, and I would clarify to him to be sure to window out and back in. Don't go main stairwells. Don't go main hallways, if possible. Well, not to cloak, to Baldwin, essentially. To Baldwin. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay, so he sort of looks at you, nods once, takes wing, and flies back up the hallway and up the stairs. All right, let's go ahead and make our way. He should make it. All right. So, uh, how are you progressing through um, through these hallways? What order are you taking? Do you want to go, do you want to take up the front or the rear? I imagine I'm still on the rear of the party if you're if you're the lightest foot in the front. So Yeah, I'll I'll go front so I can keep an eye out, but I I imagine we should go probably some of the darkest ways, because if there is a light that we can see that means somebody is lit down the hallways, if you know what I mean. That is wise. Uh, if anything if I see anybody or anyone raises the alarm, I'll give you a signal to uh, crack some skulls. Nice. <laughs> I don't like that the bells are tolling. Something's gone wrong. I mean, it is right. You never know. I'm sure we got some okay. money out So... All right, so let's see. You are... All right, so you're making your way out. Uh, Tilly's taking up the rear to, to make sure you don't get attacked from behind. And so, Rowan, are you leading the way back through the, the tunnels, trying to get to the through the undercroft into the cartways with the refugees yes. kind of sandwiched in between you? Okay. Yes. All right, so you make your way uh, through that horrible, just sort of stench-riddled, dark... 
uh, essentially at this point not even not even lit at all uh, deepest levels of the dungeon and you find that old rusted shut gate that you had to basically bust your way through because it was it was non-functional uh, to get up here in the first place and you slip back down into those old burial crypts essentially uh, you Remember that down one way led to an area where there were these, um, I believe it was reported by Edwin or uh, someone scouted ahead that there were these constructed uh, soldiers of black iron with sort of uh, clattering clockwork and gearwork inside them, uh, along with kind of this glow of heat from a a little furnace or uh, sort of internal forge they carried around with them. Uh, That is probably not the way you want to go, and uh, you want to steer away from them and towards the hallways that you remembered coming through on the way in here. So why don't you go ahead and give me another dexterity stealth check to see how well you can move unnoticed through these uh, these tunnels. Uh, Uh, Both both and with advantage or what? Uh, No advantage this time. Okay. Ooh. Ten. Ten. All right, all right. Uh, a seventeen. Seventeen is good. Ten is good. Ish. Ten's not great. Ten's ten's not super great. <laughs> it's not bad though. Okay. Uh, all it could right. Be the uh, the the prisoners that you're freeing are basically staying deathly quiet. Uh, for for their lives. Um, so you make your way down through the crypts, and as you're heading down the hallway, you think you hear a metallic clatter from somewhere behind you, but you don't hear anything after that. So just one sort of kachish clink, and then nothing. So you continue your way down the, down the hall, uh, sort of wending this way and that through the dusty... Uh, almost completely disused chambers and passages making for the doors that you burst and uh, and and finagled open on your way in we're gonna jump back to our uh, to our library okay. and uh, okay. so the rest of you uh, are making your way past the barracks to the uh, to the dungeon level do you have a plan for getting past the open door of the barracks or are you just gonna try and dart past and hope for the best <laughs> Uh, what is the, is it just one hallway or is there a T somewhere? No, it's just, it's like one hallway at the end of the hallway is the, the arch that leads to the stairs that'll bring you down. Uh, and on the left wall, as you're going past is a double door that leads into the barracks. Um, can I hear anyone inside? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to try to stealth by the door and keep moving. Okay. Uh, Why don't you guys go ahead and make me a dexterity stealth check, please? Oh, yes. 21. 21. That's very good. Landis, how'd you do? Okay. Uh, I got a six, but I'm going to use my otherworldly patron feature to roll an extra 1d10. Oh, very nice. So that's, uh, I believe, using the Dark One's own luck. Yes. I am. (laughs) Okay, that is a 
Is that? Oh, sorry. I got confused by ups and downs. It's a nine. So okay. nine plus six. So, 15. Very yes. good. Uh, you had a, you had a 20 some odd cloak. Is that right? Yeah. 21. Uh, Riodan's uh, 10 is not going to be super helpful, but you're able to hold up your hand and stop him before he heads across the doorway right when one of the one of the watch commanders turns and is walking in that direction toward that little back office where Edwin stole the key. And you kind of hold up your hand, wait until the coast is clear, and then wave the other two across, and they're able to, to slip by without being noticed. Can we please go downstairs? <laughs> All right. You make your way down through the dungeons, and I'm going to need you to make me one less dexterity stealth check. This one with advantage because you know the uh, the guard timing to try and make it back to the the lower dungeons. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll you know, it's better than the first one. Oh, I got a nineteen. I got a 16. 16 is good. All right. Is so you you're able... Your other dice? That's what I want to know. I'm no, so I got sorry. a 4. I, I, I was oh. a perfect 10 like you. I was going to uh... say, at least, you're, at least you're wasting all your net ones on these advantage rolls. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, so you managed to quickly make your way through the... Um, through the, the upper levels of the dungeon and you find your way to that dark archway with the unlit stairs leading down to the level where Glass was held. Uh, so, as you're making your way through the dungeons, uh, kind of as you're heading down into it, a silver raven with one dinged, dented eye flies up to you, cloak, and lands on your shoulder. You recognize Baldwin, the, the raven that sometimes uh, appears out of Tilly's shield. It uh, opens its beak and begins to speak, and you hear Tilly's voice saying... <clears throat> we're down in the whole, we're, we're down in the lower the lower dungeon, going out previously. Have party complete. Why bell toll? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We just got past the the barracks. will meet you down there. Um, does this bird respond to you? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, gotta go by, and then I just push close. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the message ends. Okay, okay, number one biggest regret in this whole show is not asking for whom the bail pulls, but whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> All right, so uh, you managed to, oh, after that strange conclude with the, uh, the update from Tilly, you managed to make your way past evading the guard patrols, and you hear a few of them every now and then. Um, they're, they seem mostly unaware of what's going on in the levels up above. A few of them mention, hey, I, I heard, heard some commotion going on up there. Should we, should we check and see what it is? And the other one just kind of says, nah, they'll let us know if it's anything we need to worry about. Uh, so they, it seems like the, the guards who are down here on the, uh, the first floor of the dungeon are not exactly the cream of the crop. Uh, so you make your way down into the depths where we're once again going to flash to uh, to our escapees down in the basements. 
you make your way through that heavily barred door, if you remember. That's the one that Cloak uh, teleported through to open from the other side uh, so you could unlock it and get through. Uh, everything in here is very dusty. Uh, your own uh, tromping boots and feet have stirred up a lot of that long, dormant dust, and it's kind of irritating your nose and stinging your eyes every now and then. And uh, you can you hear the um, the refugees with you are starting to get a little bit more excited as they can uh, they begin to feel like freedom is within their grasp. And uh, Rowan, you take them through the last chamber. And you can see up ahead the broken through masonry that will lead you out into the cartways proper. Looking down there, can I see or can I get the feeling that anything is wrong or might be waiting for us? Um, you could make a wisdom perception check. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, now it's my turn to go in that 20. So 27. Woo! 27. Jesus. Okay. Um, up ahead, everything seems all right. But behind you, you hear a faint metal clatter again, echoing faintly <laughs> from the hall. From where we came. From behind you, yes. Everybody through. And she's going to step aside and start ushering all the... Um, prisoners oh. okay True. Uh, so uh, Kaja leads them all forward past you uh, and starts basically just waving them uh, waving them one by one through she looks like she's going to be the last of her people through the through the, the broken doorway and so she looks at you and says and, and this will just take us to safety or wait further further along uh, we're in the cartways there's something coming. All right. Uh, and so she basically uh, squeezes your arm one last time and then turns to follow her people out. So you're planning to wait here? Or wait are you going further on? I think we should wait for them. I told them we were going to be down here. I don't want them to run into any trouble. We should wait. And okay. I have a bad feeling. All right. So uh, Kaja takes the uh, the other... Uh, worshippers of Morena into the dark and around a corner past where you can see, although you can still kind of hear them uh, talking nervously and quietly amongst themselves. Um, so, oh, what, what, real quick, uh, I yeah, mean, you could put Puff Puff with them. Puff Puff's probably with you. You're, Puff Puff was with you guys. Wait, okay, Puff Puff came with us, right? Yeah, uh, I think Puff Puff was with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't go upstairs. Yeah. I think she stayed with Rowan and Tilly, uh, I, if I remember correctly from last time. Okay. All right, that's fine by me. Out. I don't remember, so I'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> if if not, she teleported back to make sure everyone was okay. Um, all right, so, um, yeah, Puff, before, Puff, Puff, Puff is with you. Yeah, and before Kaja goes, Rowan's just going to touch her on the shoulder and in a show of solidarity, but also to cast... Um, protection from evil and good. Okay. All right. So there's, uh, you reach out uh, your prayer to Wotan and you feel this sort of um, shimmer as it settles over her and you can, you just get that feeling that you're being watched but it's not an oppressive or, or disturbing sort of way. It's in a, um, a, a reassuring kind of like someone is, someone is watching over this 
your your blessing here. And she uh, she smiles at you and nods and turns and heads through the doorway. Uh, as she does, Tilly, you are keeping watch out behind you. Sure, like right at the door with right. shield drawn, ready. Okay, so in the next chamber. Uh, a figure steps through the, the, the door into the adjoining chamber. Uh, it's completely dark out there, and, and it looks like it was taking some pains not to be seen, so it managed to get that close. So it's probably 15 feet away from you at this point, uh, across this slightly wider chamber. Uh, it looks to be heavily armored, and that accounts for the metallic clanking that you hear. It is a bulky shouldered figure with massive pauldrons, huge iron uh, chest plate with these uh, spiked shoulder guards, and a helmet that you're not sure is actually a helmet because there is a deep red glow shining from inside the, the slitted faceplate, and this black it looks like smoke for a second, but it doesn't really go anywhere when it billows out. It just sort of dissipates and constantly seems to be leaking this dark vapor from uh, from its back. It uh, tilts its head as it kind of shuffles its way through the door. It's still only medium-sized, but it's very broad and heavy. And it holds up this gauntleted hand with two fingers and a thumb, clenches them, and in its, this almost shield-like plate on its arm, a massive blade slides out. <laughs> So why don't we go ahead and roll some initiative? Don't like that. <laughs> no. <sighs> That's what I was afraid of. This could have been better. Hey, sorry, twenty-two. Hey, next. Nice. Twelve. <laughs> so Tilly's on twenty-two. Rowan's on twelve. And this thing's on nine. All right, Tilly, you're first. Okay, Tilly is, uh, I mean, obviously, aggression drawn and everything. Um, mm -hmm. I Can I... May I... Can, blah, 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 blah. If I can't naturally see beyond this figure, if there's more, may I roll to see if I can see if there's more? So, if it's a singular at, at this party. point, at this point, they're no longer hidden. You can see that there is indeed a second one behind this one. Okay, Tilly's gonna over her shoulder tell Rowan, we've got two. It's gonna be a problem, but if they're coming this way, we gotta send off. So, And she's just gonna stand ground to essentially, hopefully, get advantage on shield wall. <laughs> okay. So you're basically just uh, setting yourself in the doorway on your side of the, the chamber that the thing has moved into, right? Yeah, guarding, because the room would be behind me at this point, so just trying to essentially set up guard at that door. Okay. Uh, all right. So do you want to, are you taking an action, or do you want to ready an action or anything like that? Uh, I guess readying would be dodge, essentially. I'm sorry, I'm still in oh, you. That's okay. Uh, if you want to just go on full defense, you can take the dodge action right now. Or yeah, you could exactly. ready, say, you could ready an attack for when something moves into range to smack it if you want. Um, yeah, um, well, I think I'd rather stick with dodge right now, because if okay. there's going to be two, if I get two right at me, I'd rather have the 
defensive advantage. Sure, no problem. All right, so that means uh, anything that you can see will have disadvantage on attack rolls against you, and you'll have advantage on dexterity saving throws because you're braced for the braced for the pain. Uh, Rowan, you're going to be next. Okay, so there's two of them. I did not want this to happen. She's going to uh, utter a prayer to Wotan and summon a guardian of faith. Is that concentration? It is not. Oh, cool. Uh, So where are you putting the guardian? Uh, Right in front of the first creepy walking suit of armor. And remind me, it doesn't actually take up a space, but when anyone moves to a space within certain uh, range of it, it attacks them. Okay. All right. So yeah, the space. Right. So that shimmering, that shimmering. Oh, mm, does it say it is a physical thing, or is it just Uh, here? Let me. It's spectral. Yeah. So it's it's insubstantial. Um, All right. So the uh, the sort of shimmering head, shoulders, and upper torso outline of a spear wielding Valkyrie uh, appears in front of this smoky. Uh, infernal contraption in front of you. Um, and so it's going to go ahead and move, so feel free to, to make this Guardian of Faith thing happen. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I believe it has to make a dexterity saving throw, is that right? Yes, uh, it has to be a 15. Uh, it will not, so go ahead and give me the full effect of the Guardian. Uh, it will take 20 radiant damage. Okay. All right, so the Valkyrie drives her spear forward, gouging into the uh, sort of the shoulder joint of this thing, twisting the radiant spear and ripping it out with a flash of white light. And this tortured, sort of enraged scream of pain echoes from out of the armor itself. That was, that was not a voice made of any flesh and blood throat. In fact, the way this thing moves, it reminds you of how Landis moves. Rowan's going to look down the hallway behind her. Can she still see any of the stragglers or Kaja? Um, so at this point, were you wanting to send Puff Puff with them, or are you keeping Puff Puff with you? We're sending Puff Puff. Okay, so you can see Puff Puff at this point, whose hackles are up, and she's down at the corner where you saw the uh, the refugees slip around, and you see her kind of silver eyes glinting in the light, and she she sort of barks towards you, kind of giving you the, hey, hurry up. (laughs) No, run. Protect them. Alright, so the creatures. uh, As that one moves forward, it holds up its hand, and you can see on the inside of its other arm, on the inside of its forearm, there's like um, a dial of some sort. It grabs hold of it and twists it, and you hear gears clicking into place, which you hear echoed from the walls and ceiling right behind you. There's a clattering of gears as a portcullis of iron and brass slams down out of the ceiling behind you and then these locking bands click around the length of the uprights and then along the floor and the ceiling. These massive cogged locks slam into place, holding the portcullis. And then they advance on Tilly. So this one... Do they, uh, are they advancing within 10 feet of my spectral guardian? Yes, the, yeah, the other one is going to have to make the, uh, 
going to have to make the check as well. Uh, so it gets a failure on its saving throw, so it also takes 20, 20 radiant. Yep. All right. So it too uh, bellows in anger, and um, there's just this flaring red light from inside its helmet, and uh, they both bear down on Tilly. So the one that activated the portcullis is only going to get to make one attack. So he has to attack you with disadvantage with his uh, with his sort of bladed, slamming arm. Uh, ooh, that's going to miss. So you uh, you easily deflect that strike with your shield. The other one comes in... What's your armor class? Uh, 22. 22, damn. Alright, so that one will miss. This one, however, is going to strike true. Uh, so you take... So you're going to take 15 points of damage, uh, 11, sla- uh, uh, 11 slashing, plus uh, 4 necrotic. Tilly's definitely going to cry out a bit on that one. It's a little tough spot right there. Okay. So top of the order, Tilly, that's you. All right, Tilly's doing her old fashionable fashion as always and swinging twice with her hammer and once with her shield. All right. Um, let's see. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Okay. I've, it's been so long since I've been in combat, I haven't even, like, saved my commands anymore. Because I'm doing great. Boop. And McLuckin, you're in there with me, so make sure I've got this right. Yes. Okay, so that's um, a 26. I, I feel that you are not adding enough to that. Oh, oh okay. It's, so you got the 14 plus 3 and then whatever else. What were you saying? The your... you, you guys will have to forgive me. I just leveled my character, so I'm a little, like... Yeah, it's okay. Um, it, yeah, if, it, if it's only adding a plus three to your attack bonus, that's not right. No, uh, it should be a plus six to my my bonus. Oh, I hit nine. So it should be your proficiency bonus, which is uh, plus three for you guys, plus your strength modifier. So your attack bonus should be a total of eight minimum. Okay. So that 14 should be a 22. Is that what you're talking about? The last roll I did? It's a 15, 2, and 9. Oh, never mind. I was way, way far away. I was reading the wrong thing. Okay. Okay. Hi. So it sounds like you've got it figured out, Tilly. So you hit a 20-some-odd is what I'm hearing? (laughs) Yeah. It's a 26 but right now, but I mean, just bear with me. Absolutely hits. Absolutely Tilly's been distracted by art for a while, so. No problem. (laughs) That's okay. Sorry, my 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 chat was like apparently the dice rolls weren't updating the whole time, uh-huh. so I was like halfway up and I was like, "That's not a twenty-six. <laughs> Simply <laughs> forgot numbers." What's the math? <laughs> yeah, All right, know. give me some damage. <laughs> uh, damage. This I do have copy busted. I've got eight as my okay. first blow of damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. All right, second attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, oh, it's a 15. Uh, a 15, uh, mm-hmm. does not hit, unfortunately. Turned aside by the creature's armor. Uh, okay. And then shield attack, we're going with. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, is it 18? 18 hits. All right. And that's a seven damage. Not one, though. Hey. Seven damage. All right. 
All right, Getting so, it out of the uh, way. I don't know. A punishing <laughs> hammer blow followed up by a shield punch to its face. Um, and you can see that there are definitely strange inscriptions on this thing's armor and form, and you can hear gears and mechanical mechanisms inside its armor that must make up its body whirring and clattering, um, very much in the same vein as how Landis sounds when he moves about with that soft clicking in place of any other sounds uh, a living body would make. Um, this very much reminds you of the Gear Forged, but something is very, very wrong with it. Uh, yeah, like this this dark mist boiling off of it. Uh, you can feel the temperature around you has dropped about five degrees since, this, since these things have closed up on you. There's just a pervasive sense of wrong hanging over them. Um, Rowan, your turn. So Tilly look like, looks like she got quite hurt then. No, she, she took a uh, hit, yeah. A little bit. I mean... <laughs> the necrotics will scare me, so... <laughs> <laughs> so like, what so is... Rowan's how many... Saying... What is your total hit points, Tilly? Like, what's your maximum? Uh, 87 after leveling. So I'm okay. On, a scale of, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 87, how are you feeling? <laughs> she, she, she took I, 50. Smelled a, I smelled a fart from somewhere, and I don't know where it was yeah. from. It wasn't me. She took she took a 15, 15 damage, so she's not super hurt. Okay. Uh, Rowan's oh terrified now that the bars behind them have locked. Um, as a no, I can't do that. Uh, what can I? Sorry, moth.exe has stopped working. Sorry. Rowan's going to summon her spiritual weapon. Okay. As a bonus action. Uh, so summoning the spear of the Rune Father. Yep. The Rune Spear appears. And is going to just gesturing hurl it through the one that attacked Tilly. Okay. Attack it. Oh, what's that plus? Sorry, I lost my spells. Sorry. There we go. Should be your spell attack modifier. Oh yeah, okay. Um that will be a, a nineteen to hit then. Nineteen hits. Give me some give me some damage. Of the force variety, I believe. Yes, and I'm also casting that at uh, third level. Okay. So boost the damage. So that will be three, three d8, three, four, eight, plus four. So twelve total. Yes. All right. the uh, The spear drives into the uh, the dent created by the rim of Tilly's shield and shears away a little bit of the armor that would be protecting a creature's neck, but it's hard to tell with this thing, and a gout of that black mist sort of sprays out. <laughs> so, the creatures... I'm using my action now as well. Oh, yeah, 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 you have an action still. Yeah, go ahead. And so after she's shorn away that part of the neck, she just uses her other hand, not controlling the spear, 
too wordlessly, well, not wordlessly, but just very quietly cast a word of radiance. All right. What uh, does that require a saving? Uh, con save, please. And how does is that the one that creates a little burst of, of radiant energy around you, or? Uh, yes. Each okay. picture of my choice. So I'm going to target both of them. Oh, of your choice. Okay, so you can you can choose to avoid Tilly. No problem. Yeah. Uh, so it needs to make a Constitution saving throw. You said. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be an 18. That one will save. Okay. And what about so the I other one? I assume that's nothing. Uh, let's see. Can, how how big is the radius? Oh, it's five feet. Right, so you can only get the the one that's closer, that's that's uh, kind of right up there, because Tilly has parked herself in the doorway, so you can't quite get okay. up to the other one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I believe that's your turn? Yes. All right. The creatures are going to strike back at, uh, at Madam Tilly. Uh, oof, I'll roll a pair of 19s for this one. So that is going to hit you twice. So, yes. Perfect. Uh, do you have anything that reduces um, weapon damage at all? Like, do you have heavy armor, master of the feet, or anything like that? No. Nope. Or is it okay? So you're going to take as a, a kind of a combination of uh, slashing and necrotic damage. You're going to take 19 from the first hit, and 17 from the second. Oh. Uh, the other one is going to strike at you twice. It's going to miss you once and then critically hit you with the second. Oh, boy. Come take my crit job. Take my crit job. (laughs) You're going to take a total of 28 points of damage as that one drives in, punches under the plate. That 28 does not last it or all... Yeah, well, it only hit you once, but it critically hit you. So 28 total yeah. for that one hit that got through. It drives that blade underneath your guard and punches through sort of the chain and leather protecting one of the gaps in your plate, and you can feel it just sort of sucking the life out of you. Alright, Tilly the, is... Uh, the massive arm blade. Tilly screams in a great amount of pain and then has to push herself against the wall because this one really took a hard hit on that one. So Rowan, Rowan catches you. All right, uh, so that's Tilly, your turn. All right, um, let's go. She's going to try to, like, with all of her might, reach up a swing again with her mighty hammer. Right, right. Oh, a 12. Uh, second at 24. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then... Damage on that boy is an 8. And then left arm pushing through... She rolls her sh- or she throws with her shield. Right. That's a nat one and a ten. Oh. oh no. <laughs> All right. So you uh, you manage time off. Is all I'm saying. You uh, <laughs> you crush in uh, crumple part of its hip with your hammer blow and try to drive the rim of your shield down on its arm, but sort of locks your shield with its blade and shoves you back. Uh, Rowan. <sighs> okay. Um, each time I use the spiritual weapon, that doesn't. Um, if I'm moving it, that doesn't mean that I can't cast another spell on my turn, does it? 
Nope. That bonus action that okay. you use to maneuver and attack with the, the spiritual weapon is not casting a bonus action spell. So okay. you can cast whatever other spell you like. Okay. Rowan screams in fury and just tries to shove past Tilly as she she gets out her her nails and just rakes into this one that's critically hit her with inflict wounds at my final third level spell slot. (laughs) Okay, uh, go ahead and make your spell attack. So to hit that one, you're actually going to have to, like you said, push past her and get into the room. So that'll put you in in harm's way. She does not care. Okay, no problem. This is grandmother's fury. All right, make your, your spell attack roll. That was a natural 20. All right. I, um, I feel bad. <laughs> okay. So you uh, you <sighs> screech and strike out with your claws, and you rake into it, and the greenish-black energy flows out of your touch into the creature. It breaks on its armor like water and it just kind of drinks the energy in and takes no damage. It is immune to the product. I'm so sorry. Seeing this, she just screams more as she raises her hand to thrust the spiritual weapon into it. Not letting go. So are you attacking the wounded one or the, the, the one that critted Tilly? Uh... The one that critted Tilly. Okay, get her. Which she, which she is still grasping onto. Sure. Um, so 18 plus 7. Yeah, that'll hit. Give me some force damage. Uh, that popped. Uh, 8 plus 1 Ooh. plus 5 plus 4. Uh, no, it is 18. Ooh, ouch. All right. Um, okay, so the spear sort of whips around in an arc and drives in through this thing's back, thrusts through the front of its chest and then withdraws, and it looks down, and there's this hellish red light sort of flaring out of the hole in its chest plate, and more of that black mist is bleeding and dribbling out of it. It looks down and then looks back up at you and tilts its head. Uh, Rowan, Rowan screeches at its face and is right. not letting go. So it is going to uh, tear at you with its claws and try and run its blade into your ribs. Uh, so I have a 23 and a 17 to hit you. Uh, my armor class is 17. Oh, alright. So... So you take um, 16 on the first hit. And, man, I'm rolling well. Uh, And 17 on the second hit. Uh, I'm sorry, you're resistant to necrotic damage, aren't you? Yes. So so 14 and 17, that's fine, but cut 7 damage off that total. Sorry, it was 16 and 17. Uh, sorry, 16 and 17. All right, so, so so you take a total of 26 after your resistance. Okay. Cut the 17 down to a 10. That'll be fine. 
All right. Uh, so it's trying to leech the life force from you, but there's just not enough of it for it to grab for some reason. Uh, then the other one continues its attentions at Tilly, striking at her twice. Oh, but you're uh, after being wrong-footed by that punishing blow from its partner, you spin... <laughs> bash it in the head with your shield that throws its aim off, and you just kind of meet its attacks with the haft of your hammer and deflect them harmlessly. At this point, uh, Landis, Cloak, and Riodan, you all can hear the sound of battle from up ahead as you're making your way through these old, dusty, dark catacomb tunnels. Uh, I am pulling out my sword and uh, going Morgrim, and then uh, charging fast ahead. All right. So as you're uh, as you're making your way through this uh, through this tunnel into a uh, sorry, it's more of a hallway really through this ancient hallway into this wider chamber, you can see these massive construct-like creatures uh, accosting your friends. If you can see that, the ones we avoided earlier. Uh, actually, these look bigger and more impressive than the ones you avoided earlier. Oh. Yeah. So it seems that there was some sort of changing of the guard since the last time you passed through here. Uh, all right, so you can move up and attack. Okay. Um, which one looks more wounded? Um, they both look like they've taken some punishment. Um, the one on your right seems a little bit more uh, a more more damaged than the other. One's on uh, Rowan, though. One's on Rowan. One's on Tilly. Rowan's on it. Yeah, she's like clinging to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for the one on Rowan because she's more squishy. Uh, okay. And so, uh, and all of a sudden, like you just see Cloak run up behind, and he's gonna have it. All of a sudden, his flame goes blue as he's Planar Warrior and come up and yeah. do his two attacks. All right. So that turns all of the damage from your first attack into force. Is that right? Yeah. Nice. So that is a, a uh, what do I add to this? Uh, 19 to hit? We you don't hit. still have the bless that uh, Riadan had given us, do we? I don't know how long that lasts. No. It only a lasts minute. a minute, so no. Oh, yeah, only a minute? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was like an yeah. hour or something. No, that's good for one fight, generally. Okay, um, cool. So this is, this is a, a lot of dice. Here we go for the first roll. Uh, this will be, um, uh, 17 damage on the first attack. Okay. Uh, and then the second attack will be a 25 to hit. Also hits. Okay. And this will be a, well, actually, did I, I forgot to add in my pluses. Um, so that first one was 17 plus 5. Uh, okay, got it. Okay. The next one... who shit. Um, and remember that you don't get to add the, the bonus force to this one, right? No. Uh, this is uh, plus the 2d6 fire, so... Um, Give me the fire separately, please. Um, the fire is 11. Uh, okay. And then uh, there'll be... 12 slashing damage. Dang, nice hit. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the uh, the burst of flame from your saber 
just kind of uh, splashes across its uh, its body, and much like the necrotic damage, just seems to snuff out a little bit. It does scorch it, but not as badly as you expected. It appears to be resistant to fire damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay and so uh, you... that's that's my turn. Okay, that's you. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's my turn, not your turn. <laughs> it is uh, Land- Landis. Go. Yay! Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, so the one that Cloak didn't go to, so I think the one on Tilly, right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. You're at the, the one on. Yes, you're going to the one on Tilly. The snot out of it. Uh, Sixteen plus seven. Oh, that hits. Okay. Second beam. And oh, that didn't hit. I was like eight. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. All right, okay, so one okay, of your beams okay. goes wide. The other crackling. I think it's like a green sort of spark sort of thing, right? Is that what you said? It, it looks like. Uh yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. It sears yeah, like into its back. Sizzles through my arm and then shoots out yeah. the end, and I got a ten damage on that one. Nice ten force damage, and that is on the one. That was on Rowan? Tilly. Tilly. Tilly, right. Tilly probably shouts something how she's never been more excited to see your metal self. <laughs> no problem. All right, so I got you. After after you kind of make your way into this chamber and unleash that burst of, uh, of Eldritch energy, the the creature turns and looks back at you and there is something incredibly disturbing about this because everything about it at first impression says that these creatures are gear forged but there's something extremely wrong with them and you can just kind of feel it prickling out from them uh you feel it even more strongly than and Tilly did. It was mostly just like a physical sensation of something's not right here when it was around her. For you, you can feel your soul stone vibrate with some sort of negative reaction to this thing. Earlier, you said that they had etching in their bodies. Mm-hmm. It's, can I can I try to get a better idea of what it has on it? Sure, you could make an intelligence arcana check. To see what you can recognize about it. Uh, 13. 13. Um, I would say that you would recognize those symbols as having something to do with necromancy magic, which isn't terribly surprising because when you're dealing with with gear forged, you're, Mm -hmm. you're... Really, you're tampering with with life force, transfer of souls, all of that kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, you don't have necromantic symbols, you know, tattooed like talismans on your form. This is above and beyond what you would expect for a gear forged. Okay, so I don't see anything that would match mine. No, no, you do not think this has anything to do with your particular patron. Okay. Hmm. Um, File that away. Thank you. You think, uh, you know, you get a decent enough look at them that perhaps you could uh, find a way to study and learn more later. Um, but yeah, yeah right okay. now you don't really know much off the top of your head. Uh, cool. So that was Landis. Tilly, your turn. Uh, okay, so can you tell me, uh, based on immediate surroundings, so yes. it's me, damaged, dude, but dude of fancy scrollage on his armorage. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, Rowan, not standing, but latched onto the one behind him. And can you tell me if there's what gap of space in between? So those two are kind of shoulder to shoulder. Okay. Is uh, Rowan between them, or did you latch on behind them? Um, Rowan, uh, I, I just it's kind of hanging on to the front. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And is her? Uh, Oh, I forgot what it's called, but the Valkyrie uh, still behind them. Yes. yes. Okay, so Tilly, with all of her strength, instead of throwing her hammer the first time, is going to shove them as hard as possible, hopefully creating a domino effect. Apologizing to Rowan mid-push, hopefully she'll save so, to so get them back in potentially range so, of the Valkyrie. So I'm trying to go. Okay, so you're going to shove like the one in front of you, or the one that... Yeah, yeah, you're going to shove one the one right in front of you. Yeah. Back towards the Valkyrie. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. so you can use one of your attacks to make a strength athletics check to try and shove this guy. Okay, he will make a uh, also a strength athletics check to try and not be shoved. All right, can so I've got a twenty-six. You, you cannot assist. You'd have to take the help action to do that. Okay. Also, uh, does it count with them that I do have shield wall if they are within five feet damage of me, so they do have disadvantage? Uh, for terrain, um, anything within oh, five so, feet of base. Right. So, yeah, they they have difficult terrain uh, within five feet mm-hmm. of you, so it actually costs them extra movement to get up to you or away from you. Okay. Um, so that will not uh, that will not do anything for them okay. here. Uh, so you got a. I'm sorry. Did you say you got a twenty something? <laughs> a twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you just sort of shield rush straight into this thing's chest and it gives another one of those hollow reverberating cries uh, a little bit of surprise not so much pain as it staggers backwards and with these heavy clanking footfalls you drive it directly back into the Valkyrie's spear so it has to make a saving throw uh, <laughs> these guys hate their deck save so he, he blows it Go ahead and, uh, is it 20 damage again there Rowan? 20 damage Shit. All right. So the spear rips into this creature's back, tears it open, and now there's like this ground fog of black mist as this stuff is pouring out of its back. And for a second, you see a flash of hateful, deep red glowing eyes kind of in this mist that looks like it's trying to tear itself out of this armored form. Okay. The the Valkyrie now um, dissipates. Right, it's dealt its damage. The Valkyrie, the Valkyrie dissipates, having uh, having done your bidding on behalf of the Rune Father. Uh, Tilly, what else you got? You have like more attacks left and all that good stuff. I do. Do I have one more hammer and one more shield? Correct. Correct. Okay, cool. Twenty-two on the first hammer. Oof! Hit. And twenty twenty-eight on the shield. Oh, yeah, that hits, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you give me okay. damage for the hammer? No, sorry. Um, okay, good. No, I thought I spaced out for a second. I thought I might have missed it. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so haphazard. No problem. Uh, 12 on the first damage. Okay. And... Ouchies. And 8 on the second. Continuing ouchies. All right, so hey. this this one is... Um, it's 
chest is now stoved in, ripped apart by the, uh, the the radiant spear of the Valkyrie. Its helmet is half crushed. One of its arms isn't really working anymore, and it's kind of dragging its left leg where you've bent in its hip. Uh, it is in pretty awful, just abysmal shape at the moment. Uh, so, Rowan, your turn. Rowan, still clinging onto it, barely, just summons the spiritual weapon to her hand and if even though it's ghostly and incorporeal grasps it as she sure. thrusts it in to the uh to, to the its, one that's that's to the one that, on that she's legs yes or the one you're clinging to the um the one she's clinging to okay get him as, he, uh 18 18 gets him. Yeah, you drive the spear down past the, the chest plate into its, uh, what would be, you know, the gap between a collarbone on a, a living creature. Two, one, eight, and four. Ten. Eight, four. Fifteen? Yep. So, yes. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Your action. Uh, how's it looking? So, uh, it is looking like its left arm with the blade on it is having some difficulty moving from that last spear thrust that tore apart the, uh, the, the mechanisms inside of it. And it too is, is bleeding this black mist profusely. And you can see these two glowing red eyes in the eye slits of its faceplate. Um, but... Uh, not quite as torn free as the other one is, but yeah, there's some sort of uh, dark entity bound into this figure. Do I get the impression that if it were dead, then the mechanism that it used on its arm would not work? Uh, Like if you reduce the creature's hit points to zero? Yep. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, you think, like, damaging them enough will will probably sever whatever connection is here and stop it from functioning. Mm, but would that trap us? Oh, 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 the, right, the, the dial thing on its yeah. arm. You have yes. absolutely no idea. Okay. Um, so she's still on, on him. She's going to push down and uh, try and lay all her weight on it to grapple. Okay. Uh, so you're grappling it? Is that what I heard? Yep. Okay, so make a strength athletics check. Oh, I've got a minus one to this. Why'd I do this? Okay, I got 18. Four. So you managed to uh, rent its damaged arm back behind its back, and you're kind of just pulling it this way and that, and you have it in a lock that it can't can't get out of. So currently, its speed is zero. And she's going to screech out to out to cloak and to Landis and Tilly. Get it. All right. Get the dino. Uh, so We're the. Creatures, uh, one is going to, oh man, uh, it's having a rough day. It's going to turn on cloak and strike at you. Ah, uh, mm, yeah, why not? 
Uh, that one's going to miss. Uh, 16 should miss you as well, I think, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so one of the blows just kind of turns aside on your armor, and the other you kind of uh, do a quick tuck and roll and dodge under this swiping blade. It leaves a trail of black mist over your head. The other one is going to uh, try and reach back and claw out the Raven Folk's eyes, grabbing behind it. Uh, 10 will miss. 18 will hit, though, so it gets you one time. 19 points of damage, uh, but that is actually going to be 14 because of your necrotic resistance. Okay. Um, um, still okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Riodan has been sort of holding up the rear. He comes tromping and clattering forward, and uh, as he sort of draws out the sanguine lash, you hear it snap as those flowing liquid blood uh, barbed tendrils sprout from the handle. As he um, he moves into the room, a shadow drops down from the ceiling, the vaulted ceiling behind him, slips a wire around his throat, and you can see these mechanical brass and silver fingers cinch the garrot tight around his throat, cutting off his uh, cry of surprise and pain as it uh, slices his air and blood flow and drags him kind of back into the, uh, into the hallway. He starts struggling and... Uh, making the most disturbing, gaping mouth movements, but no sound is coming out. Excuse me? Uh-huh. So, Cloak, your turn. Okay. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Someone jumped out and tackled Reardon? Reardon was coming into the room. Yes. And someone who was like hiding or clinging to the little vaulted ceiling in the in the chamber behind there just dropped out of a hiding place in the darkness and is garroting Riodan. And judging this is by the physical what you can manifestation see, of his power being out. <laughs> <laughs> and judging by what you can see of its hands, it's yet another constructed creature of some type. God damn it! Thanks uh... for reminding me about cloak. About Riodan. Uh, well, I was like, oh, we need we need more damage, and uh, are so the two things in front of us are super fucked up right now, or they're pretty jacked up. Yeah, both of them. Uh, one way more than the other, but the other one looks like it's having difficulty functioning. If it could bleed, three, you'd three say things it was in front of you are pretty jacked up. Just looking at it. Yeah, Tilly, yeah, I think yeah. Tilly's pretty. <laughs> Tilly, are you uh, bloody at this point? Oh yeah, <laughs> but she's not going to tell you. He's still okay. trying to stand uh, really tall. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this is yeah, what I'm going to do. I'm going to make two attacks on the one in front of me using uh, okay. first my planar warrior. Nat uh, <laughs> 20. Woo! Woo! Okay, uh, so let's do the damage on this one. This is double Please the dice ghost. or... Uh, so yeah, you double the, double the dice. Uh, so give me a second. Uh, so... Uh, 
Um, 32 force damage. And that was on the super wounded one? Or the... Yeah. All right. So you sweep your blade kind of uh, uh, out at it as you finish your defensive roll, dodging under its strike. You leap mm-hmm. up on its knee to get a little bit of extra height. Your cloak wraps around its arm to pull you up effortlessly into range. You hear a, uh, a bell note sing as the blade swipes a blue arc of energy through the air, and the uh, the creature just kind of clatters to a stop. <laughs> And its head rolls forward off of its cleanly severed neck, bounces on the floor. Bang, bang, bang. And that black mist that was trying to tear itself free finally wrenches free of the body. And it's a humanoid figure. It seems skeletal. Two uh, baleful red flames burning in its eyes. And it reaches these skeletal hands towards you as its black wispy, smoky body kind of blows away. The body left behind after this entity is expelled from it clatters, clicks, gives a terrible metallic screech and explodes into fragments of torn armor and shattered cogs. So I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Ah, fuck! God damn it. Uh, fucking, that's where I do terrible on. Uh, Same. Well. Okay, does this give his, me an advantage on my saving throw? Because I was shield wall distance from them? Can I please use my shield uh, wall for something? Please? Can I, <laughs> sorry, that's not what can it does. Can I put his wall with the other one? <laughs> uh, actually, Rowan, where you are, you have half cover from the explosion, so you get a plus two to your dexterity saving throw. Okay, that's helpful for her. That's good. She needs it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get a 14. I, I, 14 I passes. I wasn't far yep. enough yep. away, was I? To also be... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you want to know what it was? I do. Eight. Seven. Eight, 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 eight. Eight, eight, eight will fail. Eight. Uh, you had a 12 yeah. cloak, is that right? Yeah. 12 fails. Landis, how'd you do? 13. 13. Uh, 13 fails, unfortunately. DC was 14. <laughs> All right. So the only person who passed is Tilly? <laughs> okay. Uh, not a great roll, though. So good for you guys. So if you failed, you take nine points of piercing damage, and okay. Tilly, you take four. Nine points? Mm hmm. Okay. To be fair, Cliff so, looked fucked up when he walked into the room. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty, pretty jacked up, as I recall. You, uh, you, you got the business end of a glaive, and also some cold damage. <laughs> um. So I want to say, with this thing blowing up, uh, like I probably get blasted back, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm gonna do a little roll, and I'm gonna go after the one that's uh, corroding uh, Reardon. Okay, so um, I have one see. attack left. Yep, I'm trying to figure out how far away he is uh, versus your speed. Yeah, you can get to it. So you can okay. see that there is, uh, yeah. So this is definitely another construct. Uh, it's 
frame is kind of lithe and thin, whereas these were massive and, and bulky and powerful, and it's quick. It's incredibly quick. Uh, you okay. can see that it has kind of a dark cloak wrapped around its uh, its head and shoulders and flowing down its back, uh, and its eyes have this very faint bluish glow in their crystalline lenses. So you may attack. Okay. Uh, he is uh... he is likewise using uh, Riodan as a human shield, so you'll have okay. uh, to contend with a little bit of cover. But does a, a twenty two hit? It does. Yes, indeed. Okay, uh, and this will be um, that'll be eight fire damage, and then uh, twelve slashing damage. Okay. Uh... And does he let go of Riordan? Not currently. Okay. All right. Riordan, look more amused. <laughs> this is your kink, isn't it? <laughs> enjoying this. All right. Uh, what was that total damage again, Cloak? Sorry. Uh, eight. Uh, eight fire, uh, and then okay. uh, twelve. Yeah, twelve. Wait. Yeah, twelve. Uh, uh, slashing. Got it. So twenty total. Got it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that is definitely damaged. Um, you put a nice gouge into one of its forearms, uh, trying to to drive it away from choking the life out of Riaden. Um, so. Let's see, that's the end of your turn, Cloak? Uh, movement, uh, I use my bone. Yep, that's that's everything. Okay, Landis, your turn. You're not too far from this little fracas that has <laughs> exploded nearby in the, uh, in the corridor, leading back to where you came. Okay, uh, boy. So, tell me who's on who, what's on first, and... Uh, so there is a uh, there's a live clockwork creature choking the life out of Riaden, kind of around a corner right. behind you a little bit, and that's engaged with Cloak. And then in the okay. room, there's the smoldering remains of the exploded creature, and nearby is a pretty heavily damaged uh, version of Same that is being manhandled by Rowan, trying to say something about its arm. You're not really sure what's going on there. And Rowan is a, is attached to it. Yeah, she's like she's like grabbing onto it. She has it in kind of an arm lock. I would say I'm surprisingly uh, strong, but we know that's a lie. Yeah, uh, it looks like she uh, managed to kind of surprise this thing, <laughs> really yeah. more than overpower it. She kind of caught it while it was off balance. Can I shoot it and not hurt her if I like go to the other side of it yeah. or something? Oh, oh yeah, okay. no, no, no. You, you, don't, you don't risk hitting okay. her. Um, it will have okay. a little bit of cover because you don't want to hit her. Uh, but yeah, you can totally blast it without any risk of, of hitting. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say moth, but Rowan. <laughs> can I go to the other side of it? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay. No problem. Just run around to the other side real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot it with an Eldritch Blast. Uh, nope, I don't think so. That's blast. Well, I don't know. It's a um, 14. No, 14 sort okay. of splash, splashes off of its armor. But your second bolt. It's 10. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of twists around, uh, getting the better of Rowan for a second, and you pull your blast wide to avoid striking your friend. Can I kick uh... it? <laughs> Yeah, you can like, you, for... like, 
You could like <laughs> kick the the shattered stump of the other one's leg and foot. You could just like yeah. punt it over at yeah. it. Bang. Did uh, <laughs> she said very the thing about the, She said get the disc from its arm. Right? Sure. Yeah. Uh what's your passive perception, Landis? Uh 11. 11. Um, okay, that's enough to see that it has, like, some kind of weird dial on the inside of its arm bracer there, on its forearm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna looks, yell at... Like, I mean, you don't really have these, but imagine, like, an egg timer is, is kind of what it looks like. Okay. I'm gonna yell at Rowan, and I'm gonna say, you need that one, or can I get the one from the dead one? I don't know if, if the dead one will work. <laughs> Try it. Quick, Why quick, do please. I need it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. On your I'm, next turn, like you, can, yeah. you can try to mess with the... <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, like, so the dead one is in shrapnel and fragments just sort of all around okay. you. So you're going to have to find what she's talking about and, and hope it works. So, Tilly, your okay. turn. Uh, okay. Just going back to her same old way, she's actually going to continue attacking with her Warhammer and her shield. Get just it. grunting the whole time, because it's hard enough to take all of her strength to get it all done. Um, 21 on the first. That hits. With a damage of... Boop, 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 boop. I'm so sorry, I'm gonna go ahead and just roll the second one then, if that's okay. That's a, yeah, that's and fine. And it's 29, 29 on the second. Jeez. Uh, Wait, 29 to hit? 29 to hit on the two hits with hammer, if that's cool. I'm trying to figure out how you got a 29. What's your attack bonus? Here's here's the problem. I had forgotten okay. my attack bonus the first couple of times I've been in this fight until this time of a plus that's seven great. attack bonus. Uh, <laughs> it's a plus seven a plus, attack bonus. It should be more than that, because your strength is 20, right? Which is plus five. Yes. No, it's and plus your... six now, because I leveled it up, so... I sent you the you, character sheet if you want to look at it. Oh, I'm so. sorry. I didn't see it. You can't raise your strength above 20. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to get mad at Zach because he let me do that. Just letting you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, you can't <laughs> do that. So your, your strength bonus caps at plus five. Um, and your proficiency bonus at eighth right. level is plus three. So your total attack bonus is plus eight. Got it. So what did you roll on the d20? Uh, proficiency is three. And then I've got the seven. But I also have plus... Oh, I had the plus six for the um, strength. Right, so, yeah, but that's still... Like, did you roll a nat 20? Is that what I'm getting I off of a, this? I rolled a 13. It's literally a roll of a 13, plus three for proficiency, plus seven for attack bonus, and the plus six, which was my strength. Okay, but so that's adding... Five. That is adding way too much. <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, I'm really sorry. Like, it's it's literally been forever. So, I'm an idiot. That's fine. It's honestly. no problem. Uh, your total attack bonus is a plus eight, so let's you just do a d20 plus eight. Okay. So if you can just roll a single d20, not sure what all is being added on the sheet right now. It's, that's a lot. Be, I tried to level up, and I'm an idiot. Or you, or you rolled a 13, right? It was the d20 roll uh, on that. Yeah, plus eight is plus, plus eight is a 21 that absolutely hits. So yeah, that one hits. <laughs> I'm flustered. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's I'm okay, not we'll fine, Chad. You call me nuggets. Yeah, right. Because I had it all copy-pasted. Okay. And give me some damage. Um, damage? Nicole, can you sing this travesty that's happening in the 
Twenty-five. Roll twenty-five. Nine. <laughs> there you go. Nine damage. Got it. So, did we hit with another attack? Uh, or are we still on the first hammer attack? I'm a little confused. No, that was the first hammer attack. The second hammer okay. attack is... D20 plus 8. Why is my number pad not working anymore? I swear to God, I'm going to kick it. Did you hit the numlock 24, button? 16 plus okay. 8, just letting you know. <laughs> 24. Yeah, I did Give me some numbers. more damage. Uh, damage would be 13. 7 plus 6. Oh, damn. Ouchie. And shield bash. All right. Shield bash. 11, not going to hit. 11 will not hit. Wait, 11 yeah. total? Oh, so you rolled, rolled a three. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yes, so that one doesn't. But your two hammer blows are punishing, and uh, and the creature uh, cries out in this strange mechanical approximation of pain. Uh, Rowan, Sweet. your turn. Thank you for your patience. I'm sorry, party. I love you guys. No problem. You're a It's okay. Still grabbing on. Uh... Yeah, you have it grappled. Um, looks like she's starting to drain of color a bit. <laughs> so, uh, that might be the first time Landis has seen it. <sighs> yeah, so uh, Rowan is terribly wounded at this point, so you're below half, or? Yeah, I'm about a sixth of my health. I'm in uh, single digits. Oh, wow. All right, so, yeah, Rowan's wounds have kind of bled out of color and actually look kind of translucent. And she's bleeding this wispy, almost cigarette smoke-like plasmic ooze instead of blood that just kind of evaporates as it pours out of her wounds. This room has so much smoke in it between me and, and the gear forge now. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you still have a, you still have a spiritual weapon room. Well, I'll use that spiritual weapon first. Okay. Just try to shove it back in. Uh, 16. 16 hits? Oh, good. One. One. Seven. Plus four. So, 13. Ouch. All right, and for your action... Trying to figure out how difficult it would be for me to get off of it. I mean, you can just let it go. I can. I can just let it go. Mm-hmm. It's not grappling you. You're grappling it, so you can just let it go whenever yeah. you want. Yeah, she'll just let it go and step back onto the ground as she lines up a guiding bolt. Okay. So you're stepping away from it to guiding bolt it, or while you're next to it. <laughs> Because you'll have disadvantage on an attack roll if you're next to it. Okay. Because it's a ranged attack. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Or if I continue grappling it, could I grab its arm? I mean, maybe. Um, Yeah, I mean, you could try to grab its arm. Sure. We'll try to grab its arm. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to to manipulate the dial, or are you just trying to, like, in its arm? Is it, like, on its arm, or in its arm? It's, it's like, imagine the thing, so it's a robot with a dial built into its forearm. So difficult to manipulate. Certainly not easy. 
Yeah. I'll give it a try. Okay, then go ahead and make a strength athletics check. Always with the strength. Still oh, not sure over here. Okay, well, it was a 15. So, all right, uh, so you beat it. So you managed to uh, grab a hold of its arm, grab the dial, and just kind of turn it? Yep. Is She's that, just, is that your plan? Just turn okay. it. Uh-oh. Roll me 1d6, please. Tell me the result. Oh, no. Three. Okay. There is another clattering sound as another one of these strange clock no! portcullises drops on the other side of the room and slams oh! down ceiling cloak and Riodan in that hallway with the the Garat assassin thing and you guys Fuck. in the chamber. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> All right, uh, the, the creature is going to uh, attack... Jesus. Um, it sort of looks at Rowan, and this clattering and rumbling comes from within it that sounds disturbingly like it's chuckling at you. And it is going to strike at Tilly, who is wailing the absolute piss out of it. <laughs> um, so I've got a... 22 and an 18. I believe only one of those is going to hit you. Eight. All right. So it's going to be 18 damage total. All right. Tilly is unconscious. Oh, crap. So it swings around, kind of throws you off its arm a little bit, Rowan, and drives the blade into Tilly and pins her down to the floor. Um... So the uh, the creature that is choking the life out of Riodan is going to let go, and Riodan sort of falls forward, coughing, spluttering, gasping for breath, and uh, you can see his eyes are kind of unfocused, and he's clutching at his throat, trying to get his bearings. The uh, the figure looks at you, Cloak its head, lifts its hand, and with a little clatter of mechanisms, finger waves at you. And its body shudders, its joints pop apart and recombine into this... It, it looks almost like a clockwork snake. It sort of reforms its body into this cylindrical pattern slips out of its cloak and you can make an opportunity attack as it moves away from you. What is your obsession with uh, throwing uh, nightmare monsters at us? I don't know. know. Just kind of how I do, I guess. I mean, it's a beautiful elaboration of the variety of monsters that you can find in the Cobalt Press (laughs) Midgard book. It's wonderful. Leap it is off wonderful. Great. <laughs> you can find both uh, of these creatures in the Creature Codex of the Tome of Beasts. 24? 24? 24, 24 hit. to hit? 20, oh, yeah. yeah, 24 hits. Yeah, give me some damage. Hurt me. Uh, that'll be breath. 9 fire damage and 13 slashing. Will! Will's back! Will! 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 
Will, where? <sighs> I saved oh, your man. life. A. I just want to throw that out there. Thank you. Uh, B. All right. Thanks we're for, on the wrong side of a door. <laughs> Your vision, Rioden, was uh, was constricting in and going black as you were having the life choked out of you. You were actually suffocating, uh, and you had taken... One moment. Uh, let's see. Surely no, has resistance from being used to this. <laughs> and, <laughs> so well, you're going to take uh, 23 um, oh. slashing damage, essentially, from having been sneak attack garroted, and you were suffocating. Oh. Thankfully, you are sucking beautiful, dank uh, cav- uh, catacomb air into your lungs, and the blood is flowing okay. back to your head now. Uh, so you are on the verge of passing out, but you uh, come sort of... <gasps> Stagger back to consciousness, down on one knee, clutching at the wall, as uh, Cloak is fighting something behind you, and this clattering uh, clockwork figure that was humanoid a moment ago, and now has sort of rearranged itself into this sinuous, mechanical snake, slips away through a crack in the wall. Oh, oh even my damage didn't do anything? Did, I mean, it hurt it. Oh, didn't fuck, kill it. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, so he is gone. What the hell is that? We need the fucking girl. That and then was <sighs> a clockwork. That was a clockwork assassin. <laughs> it just fucking slipped me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so that was him. Riordan, it's your turn. Uh, you look ahead. Okay. And the hallway that you were charging down to get into a chamber to help your friends who were fighting these terrible, strange, gear-forged okay. constructs, there's now a, a, an elaborate brass and iron portcullis that has dropped, uh, sealing you off oh from, your, from your compadres. And it looks like there are these strange clockwork cog locks that have pinned it down into place, that have locked around oh. the edges of the, of the gate. No, wait. Am I still here? Sorry, I fucked up. Uh, I can hear you, no, but you're frozen. No frozen. I can hear you. In an interesting stance. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm really thinking about it. Uh, yep. Give me five seconds to reload, and I'll be right back. Sure. We'll uh, we'll move on to Cloak, and then we'll see what Riodan wants to do here in a moment. <sighs> Fucking Christ. Uh, can I We're reach back. out and touch you? Okay. Well, he's back. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Uh, cogs. Uh, can I try and figure out how to work the cogs? Uh, sure. You could make an intelligence investigation check if you like. I'm really bad at those. Oh my god. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> internet stuff. <still>. Okay. <laughs> You're beautiful. Uh, You're almost like eight pixels right now. This is what I look great. like in real life. Actually, <laughs> I just enhance myself on the webcam. I rolled an eleven down. An eleven. All right. Um, it's the the mechanisms that deal with this thing are startlingly elaborate, and you're not really sure. Oh, hello there, basket. I'm a very elaborate man. <laughs> I I, I yes. hit one. I pull. I'm one. a man of simple pleasures. All right. So you pull it. It seems to be uh, firmly locked mm. in place. 
Um, you think that it's possible that someone with the right tools and certainly the right know-how might be able to figure out a way to disengage this thing, but it is an incredibly elaborate lock, and it looks like there are multiple. Can I see on the other side? The you can see on the other side. Yes. And it's like twenty within misty step range. Can I misty step? Oh yeah. Through? Absolutely. What am I doing with these cogs? Fuck these cogs! <laughs> I say, uh, and I say, like, no work. And I misty step. <laughs> I misty step through. All right. So, uh, so, so that's a bonus action. You you cast your spell. You yep. you feel the power of Morena quicken your blood. You vanish in a, a burst of crimson mist and appear inside. In, there's a, a a construct thing that just pinned Tilly to the floor and she is bleeding out with this thing withdrawing its blade from her, her gut. Oh, Tilly's down? Oh, Tilly's yes. down. And Rowan yeah. is Rowan is ghostly and fading oh, and looking like she's not long herself. On a scale of, uh, scale of uh, yeah, 1 to 59, I'm about a 9. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got 6 of these people left in my land hands. It's not worth doing that right now, probably. Oh, wait, Tilly's down. So yes, I can do that. You can at least least get her up, yeah. Yeah, let's give Tilly... I don't know, is it it worth giving you more than one? Oh, goddammit. I mean, judging judging by the the strength of the... (laughs) (laughs) Judging by the strength of the strike that that thing just put into her, probably not, honestly. It's just, it's probably best to just get her up. Uh, One hit point to Tilly, then. All right, Tilly, you feel uh, radiant energy flow, life, uh, quickening life force flow through your body, and you feel the blade slide out of your belly as the uh, the worst of the wound closes over, and you shatter back to consciousness and pain and <laughs> anger. <laughs> Hardcore. Uh, this is great. So I'm super happy. That's going to be Cloak's turn. What? Cloak's turn. Oh, my turn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Top of the order. Can I fit through these bars? Uh, no, no. Oh. Not not without uh... some sort of uh, some sort of trick to fit through smaller spaces. It looks like once again these are built with small creatures in mind. Um. Zobek has a lot of kobolds, man. Yeah, and they're uh, they're pretty sturdy, right? Like I can't just cut the bars. Them. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, you might be able to damage okay. them if you had, like, uh, an appropriate way to go about it, but, you know, you couldn't just, like, slice through it or anything. Um, and I can't fit, like, my hand through it or anything like that? I mean, you could reach through it, sure. Okay. Uh, there's nothing I want to do. Wait! I have that magic key. You do have a magic key. I believe I that magic use... key. I believe that magic key only works on locks, and there is no actual lock on this. God damn it! See. That was it. Was a God just missed right. step through. I yep. can't. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't have the spells that will help me. Um. Um. Uh, I'm stuck. Wait, uh, no, Ethereal stepped already. Yep. No, Landstride doesn't help me. Um, Nope. Can I touch anyone? 
Landis might be in range. Now Landis kind of moved around to get a better, a cleaner okay. shot. So Landis is farther into the room. Uh, I, yeah, I'm I don't. Gonna, I don't think there's anybody in range. I'm gonna try to open the door. I don't know what to do. So you, uh, you basically just kind of like pull on it, heave, ah, try and, or try, try to and wrench try it to open. like get one the mechanisms out of it or something. Okay, um, just like try and wrench one of the locks open or something. Yeah. Okay, you can make me a strength athletics check. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a really good roll. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. 16. 16's real good. You grab a hold of one of those strange ratcheting cog-like brackets, and you put all of your weight against the and your cloak reaches up and grabs around one of the bars and pulls, and it doesn't fucking budge. Well, <laughs> uh, guys? Uh... So I think that's probably the end of your turn, Cloak. (laughs) Yeah, not to presume anything else. But okay, Landis, your turn. Okay. Um. Uh. First, can I try to rip the thing off its arm, or is that like going to be an action? Uh, like trying to manipulate the the thing on its arm while it is still functioning is going yeah. to definitely take an action. Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, duck. without without knowing how it works, trying to mess with it at all is going to take an action. But it will take like checks to wrestle against it yeah. to try and manipulate its its little arm dial. Yeah. I just dropped my whole dice and it flew away. Hold on. Bye. Let me get the other one. <laughs> I, I would just like to fly away. <laughs> yeah, I was what like, you, nope. what do you mean, duck? <laughs> Everybody duck. Read in, get the hell out of the way so that you can raise ah. people from the dead. Alright, Elder Blast! Ah! Okay, there we go. That is a non-natural 20. A dirty 20 hits. And, uh, 12. 12 misses, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, the the crackling right. bolt just sort of dissipates along its armor and into the ground. <laughs> Give me damage! Uh, that is 13. Nice! Good roll. Alright. It, uh, it staggers forward from the, uh, the punishing magical force ripping into its back and it is... It's not looking good. Um, it is terribly damaged and having difficulty moving, but it is still functional. Tilly, your turn. Tilly. Your your fingers close around the haft of your warhammer. <laughs> um, the only thing she knows what to do, staggering forward, screaming mighty war cry, is to hopefully roll correctly this time and attack. <laughs> All right. Which is an 18 on first two with Tanner. So 18 All right. first, first swing. 18 hits. Um, and then... Nine for damage on that one. Nine and then for we've damage. Got... All right, you stove in half of its head. It's it's kind of it's dented in. Uh, helmet He's skull like, turns to turns to regard you. Bloody teeth raging, like ah, you know. Uh, Twenty four <laughs> on second swing. Oh, it. Oh, it. And That's twelve cool. on damage. 
12 damage. You swing so hard, the chest plate caves in, and you hear something shatter inside of it, and that red light goes out. Boom. The black mist swirls into it. It shakes and seizes and explodes. Everybody in the room, please make a dexterity saving throw, DC 14. Wait. Oh, Kelly's. Can that door dodge for me? 22. Uh, 20, nice. 26 for Red Damn! Pat, uh, remember yeah, that if anyone... So everybody in the Win. room who is worrying about this also gets Riordan's charisma bonus added to their saving throw. Plus oh. four. Uh, so, Roan, how'd we do? 22. Pass! Landis, how'd you do? Dirty 20. Nice! Everybody passed this time. Lovely, lovely. Oh. Uh, Cloak, you're far enough away that you don't have to worry about it, so lucky you. And I'm behind a gated door, uh, looking and, sad with my gnomish eyes. <laughs> and, uh, like, a, you know, an open gate, so if it were close enough, it would totally get you. Yeah. Uh, you looking like that crying cat. Alright, so everybody passed, meaning you only take five points of piercing damage from the fragments that oh. go spinning throughout the room. <laughs> And so I think falls unconscious again. Rowan, <laughs> is, <laughs> Rowan is uh, Rowan is is ripped to shreds, but still on her feet, barely. Uh, Tilly, yeah, it clatters to the ground, just hold with all of these little bits of metal sticking out of her. With with the fall, she whispers, "I need the beer." <laughs> and then, <gah. laughs> Wait, you you were just you were just on one hit point, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's down. Uh, yeah, I can't do anything. <laughs> Sorry. Open, 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 open. <laughs> you like the cat wanting to let back in? I can heal her. Just open the door. <laughs> okay, so who's who's doing what? We're, gonna, we're going to remain in, in initiative for the moment because it does matter. Rowan, it's your turn. Oh, good. Uh, good. Snake man's behind me. <laughs> Ugh. Don't like that. Um, <laughs> we need more oh, clockwork okay. snakes. What? No, we don't. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'm going to cast a healing word at second level. Okay, so that's a yeah. bonus action. Oh, can... Yes, can I cast... Well, healing word works on unconscious people, yes? Uh... Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 Your word has nothing to do with whether or not they can hear you. Okay. <laughs> the extraction and crew then... over here. <laughs> Another clockwork snake. Uh, just, sorry. How much did you heal? Uh, how, how much I'm did you heal? That now. Oh, okay. Uh, so three plus one plus four. So eight. Eight. Tilly, healing energy washes through you once again. Rowan just <gasps> you feel clambering slightly better this time than you did last time. <laughs> she Rowan just out of unconsciousness. Two beards and two elves. <laughs> All right, the fell forged are both very dead, so that's done. Uh, the clockwork assassin has buggered out. So we're going to go ahead and uh, break out of combat at this point. We no longer need to be in initiative, uh, as you all have survived. 
But yes, you find yourselves in a room that absolutely reeks of blood, uh, soot, ozone, um, and this just pervasive chill in the air. Uh, you're kind of shivering now a little bit. Landis, you're finally starting to feel a little bit um, of relief from that strange reaction you were having to these things' presence. Uh, and you can see that sort of within the wreckage, you find these um, pulverized crystalline shards just sort of scattered amongst them. Yeah, want want to take, please. <laughs> Rowan is scrambling around looking for the for the dial. On the uh, okay, why don't you make me a wisdom perception check to see if you can find where the dial ended up? Can I assist? Okay. Not from outside the room. God damn it! I'd like to it's, it it's out. okay. It's okay because I rolled well. Fifteen plus seven. Okay, twenty-two. All right, so yeah, you do manage to find one of the. Um, one of the, the forearms kind of severed at the elbow. Uh, it's like driven into the far wall, stuck with that blade into the masonry. So you manage to go grab it and kind of wrench it out and the fingers spasm and clutch at your hand and then kind of disarticulate and fall apart. <laughs> well, it can't get worse. And she's going to just. Well, please don't say start. that. No, why did you say that? <laughs> Open the gate, please. Speaking. She's going to. She'll try and open the gate by fiddling with the dial. All right. Why don't you, uh, just to see how well or how long this takes, why don't you make me an intelligence investigation check? Um, since I'm in there and I know a little bit about gears and dials and things, can I assist? Sure. Uh, you could also add Tinker to Tinker's Tools proficiency or Thieves' Tools proficiency if you have either of those. I could have <laughs> any of them. Yep. Alright, so uh, you can roll with advantage because Landis is helping. Okay. See, that little gear spins this thing here and then, yeah. That's how gears how work. you keep track of this. Uh, it was a 16. Made of fun. A 16? Okay. <laughs> so it probably only takes you a, a good 20, 25 seconds or so of fiddling with this thing, trying to, to figure it out. Thankfully, this mechanism seems to still have some function left in it. And you hear a, a, a shuddering clatter from inside the walls as the... Um, clockwork mechanisms that are locking these portcullises down begin to release. So all of those things ratchet back into the walls and the uh, the gates begin to clatter back up into the ceiling. Oh, I, Both of them? I'm like... What's that? Both of them? Both of them, yes. Go, let's go, let's go. I don't know. Yes, I quite agree. This is awful. All of this yes, is dreadful. Please. I, I walk up so, uh, and strangled uh, against my will. <laughs> I, I cast a cure wounds on. Strangled against my will. <laughs> I cast a cure wounds on uh, Rowan, which is okay. a uh, nine hit points, and then Tilly, which is another six hit points. Oh, thank you. I just walk him and touch him. I was like, okay, we gotta go. I'm worried. Happy mood, by the way. Bye. Okay. <laughs> So everybody's bailing out, right? Why are the bells ringing? 
Yeah, I really did want to grab some pieces of the what the their metal and stuff though. Okay, so did you said you wanted to grab some of those crystal shards, or did you want just like a handful uh, some of debris? Of the, and... Yeah, kind of like some with the writing or the the etching in it, and some of the crystal. Like I just want to look at it really closely when I get it back home. Okay, so, so. what's your priority to grab the writing or the crystal? Oh, um. Landis would probably grab the writing. Okay. Um, why don't you make me a your choice of intelligence, investigation, or wisdom perception to see how quickly okay. you can manage. Uh... Uh, we're going to do investigation. Ugh. And that's a 14. 14. All right, that'll do it. So you managed to grab a fragment of the creature's breastplate kind of around its neck where uh, some of that inscription was very prominent. Uh, it's damaged, it's scorched, it's dented, but some of the uh, the sigils are intact. Uh, you also okay. manage to kind of scoop up uh, some shattered gears and you get a couple of crystal fragments in it as well. Sweet. So you uh, tuck those into your pouch and beat feet the hell out of here, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. 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 So basically you're able to just kind of scoop that up as you run by uh, with, that, okay. with that check. You don't take any extra time. So uh, the rest of you make your way out of this chamber through the wreckage, like wading through all of the the metal fragments that are scattered throughout the room, uh, down into the through the broken wall that leads into the tunnels of the cartways, and begin retracing that convoluted, circuitous route that led you from uh, essentially back toward the known tunnels of the cartways. Yes, Tilly. Do we? Uh, did, did, did we, did the rest of our, par- I forgot her name, from, that we rescued, Kasha. run forward, Kasha. Kasha. Oh, yeah, did she get out? Or did she stay there <laughs> right. with Kasha? I was, I was concerned about that. I was, I, I remembered. Are, I remember. are they all done? Where's Puff Puff? So, uh, you... We said run at them, but I don't know if they continued running or if they stayed in they, that hole that was hiding right there. They, they ran but you will okay. eventually catch up with them because if you remember, it took some freaking doing to get through this path that that little clockwork spider thing with the lacquered eyeball yeah. led you through. So they kind of got stymied at the first time they had to like spelunk over a collapsed building mm-hmm. foundation and that's where you catch back up with them. Uh, and that I think is where we're going to stop for this evening as you're all making <sighs> good your escape from the Citadel. Uh, back into the cartways of Zobek, and we'll figure out what the hell you want to do from here. <laughs> Did any oh of them God. answer my question of why are the bells ringing? Uh, I don't think so. I think everybody was more concerned with nope. getting out. I don't know anything about Don't worry about, about it. it. It's fine. It's nothing happened. It's just, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's nothing to do with me. <clears throat> well, that, not everything's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm glad I, I, I as all of a sudden fire starts pouring down from the tunnel. He's like, okay, we need to go. <laughs> why, does feel, why does it feel like it's getting really hot down here? I don't understand. Just, uh, oh, in, inbuilt sauna, right nice. <laughs> I'm really hoping oh, that dining room caught on fire. I'm very glad that we're. I'm very curious what happened with that. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm just like. We just Dude, have a like, wild mothic loose. See you later. I got back <laughs> in and I didn't have my carriage sheet, so I forgot all the spells that I had. And I was like, "Quick, I got to save Tilly's life. What do I have? Oh shit, Misty <laughs> stab. Let's go. <laughs> Five HP left in the pool. Oh, oh man, that was fun. That was got it. Got it. Got it. 
it was very on brand for Riordan to try to unlock the door. They're going, wait, I I have magic. Fuck this. What am I doing? That was a lot of fun. Hold on, let's go to the cast of the crew. Did we enjoy ourselves tonight? Where can we find you guys online? Uh, let's start uh, with Dan first of all. Dan, how's that side for you? Yeah, that was great. Uh, the, oh God, you guys had so many opportunities to get caught and have to fight some ridiculous stuff, and your stealth checks were just on point when they needed to be. So that was a lot of fun. I, I like how that played out. Um, I thought that was cool. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I like the, the frantic escape from the burning castle. <laughs> uh, but you you managed to achieve your primary goal of uh, retrieving all of the artifacts that Glaz carried with him that you really don't want falling into anyone else's hands. Um, and you got your uh, your your uh, fellow Morena worshippers out of the dungeon before the the sun priests, uh, the sun paladins, were able to get a hold of them and whatever whatever horribleness they were going to do there. So primary objectives completed. Uh, what that's going to mean in the aftermath, we're going to find out next time. So I think we'll remember that. Oh, uh, so I have been your dungeon master. I'm Dan Dillon. I'm a game designer on the Dungeons and Dragons team at Wizards of the Coast, and you can find me on Twitter at Dan underscore Dillon underscore. Fantastic stuff! Fantastic stuff. The cloak and how is that snipe for you and cloak? Hi. Hi. I'm McLoken. <laughs> you might recognize me from such films as. Um, let them all die. I mean, it'll work out in the end. Or B, uh, my second film is uh, Who Started the Fire? Cloak. Um, so, um, it was crazy. I was very nervous uh, when we were sneaking through, and I was like, okay, we're good. And then everyone... <laughs> pretty much figured out Cloak does not care about these people when he's like, go eat as many people as you can, and did not hesitate to <laughs> to recoil that back in. Uh, and then I got super nervous when it was just Tilly and Rowan uh, fighting the, the giant things, and they were doing some damage. And I was like, oh my god, this is nerve-wracking. And then when we got there and I killed one, I was like, this is great. Then Reardon got taken by one, and then I got nervous again, and uh, oh my god, it was a, it was a lot of ups and downs uh, all night. Um, and, oh, and as well, ups and downs is Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have to say uh, that it, it was a crazy. I, it was really fun. Uh, it was uh, challenging, and um, and I'm glad we succeeded. Positively, uh, I don't know if I got made. I think I got made. I'm fairly sure I got made by the construct, but I don't know if it can talk. And so that is that is a question I've been asking myself since it waved at me. And then I've been asking myself, was that Kane? Um, <laughs> oh no, I didn't be a dick, huh? <laughs> well, it, it, it like waved at me, and I was like, but. Like it was familiar, and I was like, "Did did Dan just pull a cane on me? Like, is that when the void looks back?" That twist. It wasn't, Mm. but now it is. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Fantastic. He 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 would become a clockwork assassin if he were to become something. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. He would. Yeah, and he did give me a love tap. So it's all it's all adding up, really. Um, The whole. (laughs) Okay, situation. Skullabov, how is that tonight for you and Rowan? Uh, 
Good oh boy. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Thank you, Scarlett. <laughs> well, that a lot of fun. Love being, love being killed first game back in like almost three weeks. Thanks, Dan. Uh, I had a lot of fun. That's what you get. <laughs> Getting back into that role of mine right now. It's what I get. It's what I deserve. I'm sorry for uh, helping with those abandonment issues. Uh, yeah. I will be. Um, I'm Scarlet Moth. You can find me on Twitter at that Scarlet Moth. I'm an artist, a cosplayer, DD lover, DD player, a massive shit poster. Uh, and slowly getting over jet lag. I'll be, if you're going to be at PAX Oz, I'll be presenting a panel there on playing D&D in the online era, well, tabletop role-playing games in the online era, uh, with some other people, and we've just confirmed our sixth panelist will be Alyssa Grant from the C-Team, the producer behind the C-Team. So nice. that is cool. lots of fun. And uh, yeah, it's not going to be streamed, but I will try to film it and or stream it on awesome. my own phone. Very cool. So yeah. Dope. Fantastic stuff. Bertie, how was that tonight for you and Landis? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Same. I, yeah, I, I'm so stressed. I need to go to the doctor and just have them, like, recheck all my blood pressure and stuff like that. Because this game is, I'm, I can't. Uh, I and apparently our new... You. I, like, I feel bad <laughs> about how stressed you are when we're playing. I'm like, I don't know, I'll fucking do my turn. And Bertie's like... Oh my fucking god, this guy. <laughs> Doesn't he know it's life and death? <laughs> Actual life and death, damn it. Uh, yeah, no, apparently, like, if you leave us, you will die. That's our new tagline. No, you, yeah. Once you're in, you're, you're in forever. Wow. You die. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I'm Birdie, aka the Birdie Source. You can find me all over the internet under that name. I am a sometimes variety streamer on. Twitch, but also I play in a lot of stuff like this. You can find my pinned tweet with my schedule on my Twitter, and uh, I got some exciting new things coming up for October Ooh. that I can't talk about Ooh. yet. But you'll oh, be seeing more. Okay? There <laughs> might be some spooks involved. There might be. Hopefully, no TPK. I don't know. Fantastic we'll stuff. See. Awesome. Well, last but not least, then. Simply, how is that tonight for you and Tilly? To uh, steal McLogan's thunder, you might see me in films such as Oh Shit, Let's Research New Characters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen that many Wakes and Risen since I had anxiety and I sleep. So, um, <laughs> this is great. And <laughs> I enjoyed, I really, so f to, be, to be quite honest, like I enjoy the huge variety in character, well, not characters, but creatures that you bring to this game. Like massive dance. That's really fun, especially for me who is so new to D and D. She can't even remember to put her attack bonus on her fighting. So it's right. fun. This is great. Uh, but I had a great time. I really, really did. And I'm glad that we're back because, to be honest, like two or three weeks missing the show is a, a catastrophe a for lot. me. So, it was yeah. rough. Also, uh, I have figured out a new passion for live tweeting my character <laughs> problems. As I, said. I love cool. it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go check those. Yeah, it's, it's, hold it's, on. It's dramatic. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is my whole life. So, also, um, 
I, I will be here next week, but I just want to say in advance, if you guys are going to TwitchCon, anybody here, I will be selling artwork at TwitchCon, including some little stickers of Tamagotchis based on magical girls and things. You can't really see it. So please come and see me. I'm probably never going to do a TwitchCon again because I quit streaming for this show. This show is the only reason I still stream on Twitch. So. <laughs> oh, hi. We love you. Thank you. This is a great time. Oh, I love Thank these you. tweets. And this stream is the reason I'm leaving. No, I'm kidding. I love the show. No, it's, it's the only reason I'm still like, <laughs> I love this, you know. <laughs> this show is I have anxiety. <laughs> it certainly doesn't help, but hey, that's why we keep going back. We love the we love the pain. Um, fantastic. As myself, uh, well, I do stuff here on Cobalt Press nowadays, so if you want to see more of me, or more stuff that I'm working on, and projects and bits and shows that we're putting together, then uh, check out Wrestling Cobalt Press shows. And on Sunday, we've got the last ever the crafting news of the DM seats, uh, and Mondays, uh, myself and Matt Cawley sit down and chat all things D&D on a Cobalt guide, guide to Game Mastering, and of course every Tuesday... 8 p.m. Eastern is when you can find us here for the World Tree Burns. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you guys then. Thank you for uh, for sticking with us tonight, and we'll see you guys next week. But until then, good night, everybody. Bye. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for Bye. joining us. Bye. Come back.